Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. And welcome to another fantastic night of fandom access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we got a pretty decent show tonight got fear the walking dead the walking dead world beyond doctor who lock and key i'm not sure how many episodes we're going to discuss but we're going to discuss it and we're finally going to talk about the rest of midnight mass so as soon as my cohorts i mean co-hosts get here we will uh carry on so, oh, look, I have a lady caller. Good evening. Hello, AJ. How are you? I am good. I just saw a text from Great. Jamie. She said, oh, oh, crap, I'll be there in a minute. I don't think she realized what time it was. Because <laughs> she said it at, like, like, she wasn't late yet. She said it at, like, 9.59. <laughs> She's on time. Uh, well, or she will be in a second. We have a kind of a busy night tonight, right? Again. Yes. Six shows. Shows are TV's back. Things are back in production, and we have a we have a full slate of winter shows, which is great. Uh, you know what's really funny? I actually but, I don't even know what shows I watch anymore. Like. It's like, we'll be going along and everything, and all of a sudden, we'll be like, oh, one of the shows we talk about is back. Like, I have no idea, I, you know, with with the way the world is now, where there's there's really no TV season anymore. It was always, you know, the fall season, and then spring and summer, there was reruns. Now, there's just TV all year round. So, I never know when anything is on. <laughs> I know. Plus, like, you know, we had a year of, like, all production delays and production being messed yeah. up, and stuff is like off schedule out of sync whatever so, actually i I've, I've got a question for you while we wait for uh for what's her name there jamie um for what's her so name? yeah <laughs> i uh I, I i've seen a couple articles floating around lately actually here she is but i'll still ask it hi good evening sorry, jamie guys. i was that's okay i was editing my wheel of time videos and i forgot so so I know you guys are start starting with Walking Dead, the Walking Dead shows. So that that's perfect for me to ask this question. Okay, um, we'll I've seen a couple of headlines. Okay, well yeah. you know what I mean. So I so I've seen a couple of headlines here and there, and since I obviously I haven't watched Fear or The Walking Dead forever, and I've never watched um, World Beyond uh, the other one, World Beyond. Um, basically the headline said was um, the walking dead needs to end because it just keeps using the same story in each show. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I was just curious, do you guys feel, 
Do you guys feel that way? Like, right, I guess right now, I don't know what's going on in the world beyond, but I, you know, I know that the, the Walking Dead is working. You know, they've got the Commonwealth story going, and from what I gather from the article, there's a very similar storyline with a military base or something in uh, the world beyond. CRM, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're like a very advanced society, militaristic society. Well, to me, I'd say no, but I don't know anything about the Commonwealth yet. So, yeah, they're like a, a, a very enormous, like tens of thousands of people living in a military controlled society that that we're not sure of their motives. So that's very gotcha. Commonwealthish, right? Yes. So, um, so each time you guys talk about yeah. the shows, you can just, you know, remember what you said the last time from the other show. And it's the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah. And also, I think tonight, Jamie and I, when we talk about, you know, Fear the Walking Dead, I feel like Victor Strand is the new Negan, new governor slash Negan. Like, oh, no. they, keep recycling, they keep recycling this sort of like. Yeah, um, that I would agree with. I keep trying Charismatic. To- Villain who won't shut the fuck up ever. A good character. They just keep making things worse. They just ruined them. They ruined them. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say I liked Strand when when Fear started. Oh yeah. So did I. I liked him up until this season. (laughs) Until last season, really. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much until started ruining last season. So just out of curiosity, on 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 Fear, are Strand and Alicia the only OGs left? And Daniel. I think so really, oh, yeah, Daniel, Daniel is still around. Um, yeah, except Strand's the only one who's ever on it. That's right, because Luciana wasn't there at the very, very beginning, right? She came up, I think, a little no. bit later. No. She's season two, maybe, or three, maybe two. Yeah, I think it was two. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, right. so do, I think, uh, AJ, keep mm, recycling the same storylines. And I guess that's a great way to start off the show. <laughs> All right. Why don't you we, ladies we don't take it away. Right into that. Let's jump right into that. You don't want to do Doctor Who first? Oh, we want to do Doctor Who first? Yeah, let's do Doctor Who first. Yeah, let's not do Doctor Who first. Um, before we do Doctor Who, though, I just want to mention two things. Um, the first, um, and obviously you guys know this, but if anybody hasn't uh, read my tweets yet to know this, Thursday um, – I'm doing a one-on-one with uh, Tatiana Maslany uh, to talk about Orphan Black Next Chapter, so people can uh, can send me their questions. I'm really excited about that. There's also a um, conference, uh, too, with, with her, uh, Christian Brune, Evelyn Brochu, and um, Jordan, I never know how to say his name, Mars, the one who plays her brother. Anyway, there's also that, but I don't know how much we're going to get to be involved with that. But anyway, people can send their questions. So that's coming up. And then hopefully if my head <laughs> keeps enough that I don't feel like it's going to explode the rest of tonight, um, I will, I'm hopefully going to have at least one of the wheel of time interviews um, up for tomorrow because the embargo lifts tomorrow. So that is also coming because I have three of those to post and then ragdoll, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to mention cool. that, but, Okay, well, All right, great. Uh, let's start Doctor Who. So I liked this week a lot better because I felt like it was one story more um, than a bunch of them shoved together. 
because it was like all pretty much. I mean, they had the Sun Towers and the other aliens, but I mean, like it felt like one more cohesive story to me. Did you think that, or did you still feel like it was? No, I thought I felt like it was still kind of a mess with a bunch of stuff happening and all over the place and characters separated and and I so it was not as much of a mess as last week, but I don't feel. I mean, they did dedicate most of the time to the Doctor and the Crimean War, and that storyline was a little better. But I feel like they're still too much stuff going on that that's a little bit all over the place and can't yeah and 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 particularly yeah anyway I felt like it was still pretty all over the place I I I I wouldn't say I loved it I'd say it wasn't as bad as last week yeah I don't know I liked it I mean it's not like the best episode ever but and, yeah, they probably could have done, like, just the Suntarns, but I get that this other alien race is there. I mean, I think they should have left out the part where the guy from the, um, what do you want to call it, from Victorian times showed up. He sh- That was adding more crap in that didn't need to be there. But other than that, I, I mean, I thought it was okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I like Dan a lot, although – because they're putting so much of Dan and, and I love Dan and Carvin to go together. They're really funny, but because of that, they're once again, kind of screwing over Yaz and pushing her back, yeah. which kind of stinks. I mean, I, like I said, I very much enjoyed Dan, but I, I kind of still feel like that kind of sucks. I didn't enjoy um, Dan. I did like, you what? I don't like, I don't enjoy Dan. Go ahead, but I'm going to tell you why. I, don't I do. Dan I like later. Dan a lot. Um, Anyway, uh, I was going to say, though, I do like uh, Yaz, uh, her scenes with um, Vinder. Uh, but, I mean, I, I still think we don't necessarily need all those companions. But I don't know. I think Dan's really funny. I like his scenes with Carvinista and them kind of arguing back and forth. And, uh, I mean, he, he's brash and he just kind of rushes into things. But I, I don't know. I find him funny and I find him fun. Um Although it is at the her expense, I mean, because they are kind of not putting her in enough. But um, but other than that, uh, overall, I, I like him. But I don't know. I like this story. I think it was nice to see the the Centaurans again. I think it is interesting that they're riding horses, which is kind of funny. Um, I was going to say I did appreciate the part of the storyline where um, the uh, general of the army that he to get revenge that like he kills them in the end or, I mean, they didn't actually say they were dead, but you're to, to assume, I guess they were, but that he goes and kills them in the end, even though they retreated um, and kind of her being like, this is why sometimes I don't know if I should help humans because it's showing. And then obviously the, um, the nurse felt differently, but I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because she's always like, doesn't kill anybody. And really they did retreat. But I felt like it was more realistic that he didn't listen, even though he was an ass for not listening. Like, I don't know. I just thought that that was kind of interesting. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess really if I think about it, they do also have the other storyline with, with Carvinista and that, and maybe it is a little bit lot. But I don't know. Overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun episode. Um, I did, it, it did have some extra stuff. Um, I, I also, the other thing is, and I think at first, it wasn't super clear, I guess. But when I rewatched it, I definitely got the fact, although 
I had a headache when I watched it the first time, but so that might be why. But um, the I'm the uh, swarm. I don't know if he cares about time breaking apart or he doesn't want it to happen to, to happen either. But like, I guess I was a little confused at first that he replaced the broken um, Lori with Yaz and Vinder to stop it from whatever, not that it won't kill them, but to stop from whatever's supposed to happening. Like I wasn't sure at first if he was doing it to stop time or just to piss off the doctor, maybe a bit of both. Um, but I think it was supposed to be to stop whatever was going to happen, the cataclysm of whatever. Um, yeah, a little confusing, but now tell me what you think. Go ahead. You can talk now. Sorry. Well, so, I mean, I so the story of the Doctor in the Crimean War was, was pretty good. And, and I do think, I mean, I kind of like, I mean, I've liked in in these three seasons with thirteen and Christian Mal writing. I've I think we've liked all of the historical episodes historical. for the most part. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know I, I, they have been much more in depth. I think like past in the past or who would run into some historical characters, but they were maybe sort of comedic or they weren't. Like these have been sort of serious. More serious yeah. examinations, I think, uh, um, yeah, and, and like maybe and maybe more obscure characters. Whereas, like we had previously maybe seen the Doctor in World War One and World War Two, this was the Crimean War, or you know we saw the Doctor last season, last season two seasons ago with Rosa Parks, or with okay, that's not obscure, but you know, or yeah, I know. Um, the partition of Pakistan is a little um, partition of India and Pakistan is a little less. Yeah, we're like, right? like I've liked the way they've like, done that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yes, it's been Trump on Hill. Right. So I've kind of liked the way they've I, – I like that Chibnall's doing that. I have also liked mm-hmm. – um, I, I agree with you. I, I kind of like, um, you know, the part where the uh, where the general will listen to her or whatever, and I, I felt like that's part of the – like finally we're seeing the doctor being a woman sort of playing into how she's being treated. I mean, we've seen it, but we haven't really seen it, right? And, yeah, there, and the yeah doctors, there's also the part where he was kind of like, you don't speak for us. And I felt that that was definitely saying, like, if she had been the 12th doctor, he might have listened. I, so, yeah, I appreciate well, that what you're talking about because I kind of appreciated that, too. That they, yes, he, he, he won't listen to her because, because she's a woman, really, right? And he, he, Yeah, she can't even be a doctor. She's a doctress or whatever. Like, he doesn't even accept that she's. Well, he also, so, yeah, won't I, her when she, he also won't listen to her when she says, this is going to be a disaster and everyone's going to get killed. And he's like, whatever, you're yeah. a woman, I, I'm not listening to you, right? Like, that also is, mm-hmm. is part of, like, what we saw. So, you know, like, I, that's playing a part in it. I, I, that was really interesting. Um, and also, yeah. um, also, what else was I going to say about this? There was another part where um, uh, the doctor not being, whatever, anyway, like, like, I felt like, oh, okay, that's cool. That, like, I liked that. I liked the, that it's the Crimean War. I liked um, I think Mary, the Centaurans uh, also kind of dismissed her a little bit too, and were like surprised. Oh, yeah. Wait, so you're the doctor? Was, like, so where did that come from? That was a that <laughs> yeah. was a really great part, also, where the Centaurans basically like believe, like assume that the doctor can't be a woman, right? And the doc, right. like when she says, "I have information about the doctor," like they, it's funny because like the doctor sworn enemy of the Centaurans, who's like tricked them so many times, and yet they still fall for it. Yeah. But in this case, it's because she's a woman. Um, and they, right, right. they 
Right. So, I mean, I, I liked all of that. I liked, what's her name? Mary, uh, Mary, um, Seacole. Uh, Seacole, yeah. That, Seacole. And I, it, it's fantastic that they chose her and not, I mean, the most famous nurse of the Crimean War is, is Florence Nightingale, right? And it's pretty cool that yeah, they yeah, chose, she makes like, mention of her they, they chose the yeah. lesser-known black woman over the better-known white woman to be the this, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, like, focused, too, on her being a pioneer and everything that she kind of did and, and how important yeah. it was, too. Yeah. So yeah, he, um, I, I will agree. He does do the historical things. Um, well, the only other thing I, I just wanted to really quick that, that you're mentioning, we're talking about the, the Centaurans, like, being tricked by her, though. I did like how they really played up also in this episode how stupid they are because a lot of times – well, I mean, this is true of any show, though, to some extent – but it's like when, when the villains fall for it, for like what the hero does or whatever, not just like them hitting them in the back of the neck, which was also funny because he did that a few times, but just the idea she's like, oh, we, you know, they'll, they'll fall for it. We'll just follow him and he'll lead us right to it, you know, and he did every time. Um, although I did kind of wish there was a little bit more of that um, Centaurin in her hospital because that was Dan Starkey. I mean, I know it wasn't Strax, but it was totally like, you know, Strax-like. Um, so, so I appreciate that. But um, I was going to say also, as a little aside, did also think it was interesting how Chibnall, and, and I assume this isn't in the classics. Maybe it isn't. I don't know because I haven't seen all the classics. But that, like, he gave a purpose to that little, like, hole in the back of their neck. Like, this is the whole thing of how they get their air, and it's really, really important. And that's, like, their weakness, which is also how they knock them out every time with the frying pan. So, well, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to but I also appreciate, I mean, the Fontarans have for in recent years been pretty much comic relief and it was nice to see them like be a serious villain in the way that they were in like mm-hmm. previous Doctor Who's like during, during like recent doctors, 12, 11, 10, whatever, like the Fontarans have always been kind of a joke, right? Um, Strax yeah. was really comic relief, and so it was. It was good to uh, like. I kind of like seeing them be, even though we talked about how their costumes are different and whatever. But um, we talked about that last week. But I, I enjoyed. Yeah, it was nice to make them like, the, like they were a little bit of a series. They were formidable. Like, they were like, more formidable. Yes, yes, good so, choice of words. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there was that. Um, the, it was to I think me, the better horse, part though, of the episode. I'm sorry, that I still think what? is hilarious. Them riding a horse. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just well, funny. I mean, mentioned he's like, I wanted to ride a horse, but yes, I, I agree. It's not with what you're Doctor saying. Who without without a little bit of without a joking thing now and then. Yeah. Um, right, I, you know, right. but then they also had like I appreciated the doctor sort of quotes the Charge of the Light Brigade. If you know that famous poem, you probably caught it famous poem by Tennyson about the Charge of Life Brigade happened during the Crimean War and you might be familiar with the poem the poem goes into the Valley of Death Road the 600 and it's also part of that poem goes half a league half a league half, the doctor said something about being half a league ahead like they like I, I, I don't know I like that part of it you know I like that nerdy kind of stuff um, mm. but I I it was the better part of the episode I also like Mary Seacole as like mm-hmm. a She's sort of like a substitute companion in part of it. Yeah. Right? Like of, while the companions are separated, she sort of steps in there. I like that. It was a better part of the episode. I don't like Dan. 
Um, he's not winning my heart as companion just yet. And I thought it was utterly ridiculous that the doctor was like, okay, Dan, you're on your own in the 21st century to, like, defeat the yeah, parents. And I'm like, wait, was a little... this guy, you met him five minutes ago. He's been in space for about one minute in the TARDIS, and now he's suddenly, like, the equal of Yaz, right? Like, he's going to be, like, I'm like, what? This guy's a, like, I didn't really. Yeah, I, I would agree with I, that. I, felt, I mean, I don't know I the feel kid's choice. Being... But, yeah, it was a little I feel him, for him to I be able to do being, it. He's being shoved down my throat. In my opinion, I feel him being shoved down my throat a little too fast. Um, I mm-hmm. actually prefer Vinder, who who knows if Vinder's going to become a companion or not, but the way he's being brought in a little more um, sensitively or slowly along there with him and Yaz, you know, working together. I I like Vinder better. I, I, I feel Dan's being shoved down my throat. I feel Dan is kind of an idiot, and I don't really see oh, any an justification. I don't. And I an don't idiot, see any justification for the doctor's faith in him or telling him any, any reason to believe that he'd be able to. Seriously, he's met the doctor for, like, an hour. and Yeah, and yeah, I was I, a little stretch too that he was like willing to risk his life and go after them and that like because he's like telling yeah. his parents you stay here I'm, I'm used to these aliens now I'm going after so, yeah I totally see what you're saying I think he's funny and I like his scenes with Carvanista but he is kind of silly and not well, really be that reliable I, I definitely see that um, I like his scenes I like his scenes with Carvanista because I like Carvanista not because I like Dan that's a good point I, that's a good point I like Carvanista um that's why I like those scenes. I, I just don't, Dan, to me, Dan's being shoved down my throat a little too fast and at Yaz's expense. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the only other thing I wanted to, and this isn't about him, I just did want to mention, I did like how they were also with the Sontarans, I meant to mention how they're having them, like, kind of change history, too. Like how they, there was, like, no Russia, like there was Sontar yeah. instead. Well, and, like, they sort of had, like, that, little bit of a memory of Russia, but not exactly. Like, they didn't know why. So I, I yeah. like that they kind of put that in there. Well, this has to do with the sort of intertwined storyline that the Santerans really aren't – it seems like the main story, so but, like, but they admitted that they just used the Flux as an opportunity to take over Earth, which they've always wanted to do. And it right. seems right. like maybe the Flux is the main thing, and the Santerans, yeah. like, used it, but they're not maybe going to be the – they're not the main thing, right? The flux right, yeah, um, I think they're gone after this episode, which is kind of surprising. And and I think maybe that's a little bit of the problem, too. And, and we mentioned this last week, but I, I see even the preview. They have Cybermen coming now, and it's like, yeah, okay, the Saharan are done already. Like, they, I, like I said, it was mostly their storyline, but it was only and, – and I'm not saying it necessarily had to be more than one episode, but it's like they brought them in specifically for a tiny bit of time just to put the Centaurans in there. Like, I'm guessing they're going to do the same thing with the Weeping Angels and the same thing with the Cybermen. Like, maybe we don't need all that. I don't know. Um, but, well, um, the Weeping Angels... Sorry, go ahead. I'm also frustrated at the at the appearance of the Weeping Angels and then them to sort of disappear and also with die, right? They, but I, I think they uh-huh. make maybe a little sense because... Like, the, the Weeping Angels thing is to put you back in time for you to die in a different time period, right? 
um, mm-hmm. like they're a temporal they're a temporal villain. And so maybe yeah, I figured they, they might also sense. be tracking the energy because they 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 feed on energy, you know. So I was right. wondering if yeah. that has to do with the flocks and that brought them there, but they haven't really gotten into that yet. I'm just concerned right. that they, we also see Cybermen, and now it's like, are we going to see a Dalek yep. next yeah. episode? Like it, yeah. it's too yeah. much. Um, I, I do want to know what happened to Die though. Um, like I said, I wondered if she was going to take her over. Um, one thing though, I wanted to mention, and this is just kind of an aside and has nothing to do with anything, but I was looking at the pictures from the episode and I know that like I kind of, the, the design of, of especially Azor, I think, I think it's neat and it's interesting, but it's a little weird because to me it looks a little too glittery, gla- like glamoury. But I yeah. noticed something when I was looking at that I thought was really interesting to me because I'm a lot of times into like, you know, the design and stuff. I know you aren't so much, yeah. but um, it must be based on a geode. Because if you look at the top of her oh, head, yeah. she has like a fissure in the top of her head. There's like a hole in there with like rocks yeah, coming yeah. out. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. I like the design a lot more now when I saw that. That little thing, I'm like, I did not notice that until I was looking at the photos. And I thought that was kind of interesting. So <laughs> That's interesting. I, so to me, they're the worst part of the show. I, I hate Swarm and Azure right now. Um, and I actually don't really like their look or their costume design. They they look like some sort of like I said, it looks too glittery, glamoury, too glittery eighties yeah. costume party to me. Um, they're frustrating. Also, I mean, they're definitely like Chibnall's definitely holding it back from us to find out like what their deal is. Um, you know, well, I would be if it little, ends up like they're from the Earth or something, and that's why they went with like that geo design. Then I think that could be more cool. But if it's just like to make it fancy and glittery, then yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little much. And they're a little bit, you know, they're a little right now that sort of like all powerful, all knowing villain uh-huh. that um, uh-huh. is getting away with everything and doesn't seem to have a vulnerability, which I guess we'll find. I I I would really like to see. Yaz and Vinder be the people who find the vulnerability and have a little victory there because, I mean, you know, I have a soft spot for Yaz being, like, not treated right by these writers and and oh. would like to see her, like, have a win, particularly if she's going to go off the show maybe after this season. I don't, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. She, they they um, showed them, though, so I assume they're in more of the episode, even whatever he did to them. Um yeah, like something's going to happen. So I do kind of like they have yeah. the little cliffhangery thing, um, like, it, again, where it was, like, right at the end, like, he snapped his fingers and then it ended. We get another snap. Yeah. Um, but so I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know why, and, and I have no idea why I even think this. I'm probably really, really far off base, but since I haven't seen it yet, I want to say it in case I'm right because I have no clue. For whatever reason, when they were showing the clip, I kept thinking, like, I wonder if that guy that they're showing, like, kind of his suit sort of reminded me of Swarm. And I almost wonder if, like, that's, like, a human version of him or something, and he, it's gonna, we're going to find out that, like, he used to be human or something. I don't know. Maybe. For some reason, I thought that when I watched that, that preview, and I'm like, that would be I mean, maybe a little more guess, interesting. Yeah. We'll see. I have no idea, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, we'll that's see. very interesting. Anyway, yeah, to me, a little bit of a of a disaster. Uh, yeah, here's the other thing. To already be – so we only have six, so to already be like a third of the way through and not really have any clue what the hell is going on or how any of this – like, I, I don't know. I'd like to know a little bit more about 
warm. Yeah, it doesn't bother me not knowing. It depends on the payoff, if it's got a good payoff or not. I guess. Well, I think, I like think Swarm clearly. Yeah, we're gonna have to wrap this up in a minute. But Swarm clearly knows the Doctor from before. Like, like we have this whole thing now with the Doctor yeah. working for the Directorate, and then they reset his memory, her memory, um, and reset the Doctor as a child, and all this, right? And so, oh. like, but so Swarm clearly. Like, I hope we're going to get more of the doctors. I don't know. I mean, so much has been retconned and could be retconned yet again. It's hard to even say how this is going to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I I didn't love it. Maybe because I just – but I I liked it better than last week because instead of, like, five separate things happening, we only had three separate things happening this week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. As we're talking about it, I'm realizing that there's a lot more than I guess I really realized. You know, like I'm thinking, well, they could have put that in a different episode, but maybe it's yeah. also because they only have six episodes. I mean, maybe they're trying to get a ten episode story in six episodes. I don't. I know I, they're I trying know. to do like a like an epic like one season kind of a thing, and um, I mean, great, yeah. uh, like glad to see it. Um. And I guess we'll see where it all goes. So these so. six episodes are the last part of Chibnall and her, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then is we have like a, a I'm wondering if there's wait, a holiday episode. I don't know if there was also a holiday know. one or this is one or what. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll like the new doctor. And yeah. Hopefully Davies will yeah. kind of write it around. But, um, yep. yeah, I don't know. Okay. We'll find out. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Do you want to do Fear? Let's do Fear. You want to do Fear the Walking Dead first? Yeah. Yeah, let's do Fear the Walking Dead. This episode is all with, um, as I talked to Mo, this one is all with Sarah and. um, You talked to Mo for ones, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Sarah and Josiah. Uh, looking for Wendell. Um, as a standalone episode, I kind of like this. I mean, it, it was, again, this isn't the best written show, but I think this was one of the better episodes. I enjoyed the tension of the episode. Um, I, th- I thought it was a very, very sad episode. I was not happy about Rufus. I told her that. I was like, I did not like that kill Rufus. I was a little, a little, a little pissed off at that. But that's, that's me. I'm always going to be mad if it kills dogs. Um, um, I I don't know. I thought that 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 scene, especially though, was 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 sad. I don't know if I 100% buy that it completely changed their attitude towards killing each other. Um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, but um, but the rest of it, like the search for Wendell, I I appreciated. Again, Strand, there's so many more problems with Strand, even more so in the next one, which we'll get to next week. But, um, but like, the, the, I guess the bonding between the two of them, I, I like. Like, I like kind of that, um, that part of it, I guess. Not that that necessarily was, like, right. mythology-wise important, but. All right. I, I'd like to say that I think Mo Collins did some very good work in this episode. She, she. She did some, she's, she, like, I really, 
um, that's what saved the like. And I think Lenny James is great, and I think that guy who played Josiah, who also played his his mm-hmm. brother, um, oh, what was the brother's name? I forget. Um, but anyway, uh, Emil. he played he he's Emil. He's played the twins. Demetrius. Um, his name's Demetrius Rose. He's played Josiah. Okay, thank you for knowing his name, which I didn't. Um, I think the only thing that saves this show sometimes is 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 some fine work by actors because mm-hmm. narratively this was kind of another disaster, right? Like this yeah. is another episode. This is another episode where people are roaming around Texas, bumping into each other all the time. When are these people going to learn that you can't blab your location all over the radio all the time? Like, they blab, blab, blab on the radio, and it always happens that bad guys find them, right? They used to make videos yeah. of themselves and leave them in gas stations. Now they only talk on the radio. You're not wrong. And You're how, not many wrong. Times are, how many times are characters going to crash over into a cliff or a ravine and not even get a broken nose? Like, they, right? Time, yeah. Like, nobody on the show can you- draw... Jamie, nobody can drive a car more than like twenty yards without getting in a crash on the show, right? That's true too. And they still and have they working cars hurt. somehow, which is already a problem. Yeah, and they never but, get um, hurt. I just want to ask you something though that I was kind of a little—I I don't know, maybe again, maybe with the show, with the signs, you just need to go with it. But why is? And maybe I just don't understand, you know, how the nuclear stuff works. But why is the radiation from the not? <laughs> exploded nuclear warhead any different than the exploded radiation? Because I understand that, like, the Prussian blue or whatever um, fixes, I forget now what it was, whatever poison, I understand that that is supposed to be, like, a cure for that. But it's still radiation coming from the warhead. Why is it that this one they can just take pills and they're fine? And if that's the case, why didn't you give them to Morgan? That was my other big concern. Like, okay, you don't know this guy. Like, what about Morgan? He's been around the warheads. But I guess that one was different because it wasn't exploded, which is why it was lost. But I'm like, eh, this is the script. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Jamie. Why is it that Morgan can walk all over the state of Texas to all these places that are actually not that dangerous, and yet he continues to keep his wife and baby or whatever Grace is, right, he continues to keep them in a submarine in the middle of, like, the worst nuclear fallout, right? And last week, remember when they ran into those people who had the dead, dead baby in the suitcase last – was that last week, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and those people were like, oh, they're like, don't drive this way. The radiation's worse. You can't get out. And yet Morgan, like, can he can walk all over Texas in, like, a day to all these places that are not that bad, right? Like, and yet, like, yeah. it just makes no sense. It's just inexplicable, right? Like, um, they – like. Yeah the variations in danger and the fact that he can traverse it all in like no time. Why would mm-hmm. anybody continue to live in a, in a bad place, right? It just makes, and how is Morgan still alive? Um, and, and how, how is Rufus suddenly like some kind of cadaver dog that can find, I, I mean, it all just makes no sense, right? How did, and how does Rufus, he, okay, we had an episode that the big tragedy is that the dog gets bitten by a severed walker head, which, okay, it's ridiculous, right? And it's sad, and yeah. I'm, sorry that, I'm sorry that Rufus died, cause, but we still haven't seen Alicia Debenham carry. This is episode four, and we haven't seen Alicia, yep. right? And... And we have an episode that, like, the like it, it's kind of, I mean, 
Why doesn't she make her agent get her off this show? Well, um, maybe she won't survive the end of the season. If she does, then I'm guessing that's why. But, yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, yeah. You I know, mean, I, 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 I'm kind of over this anthology thing. I mean, this was supposedly mm-hmm. something that happened before COVID. And, like, if it yeah. was because of COVID, I, I, I could maybe forgive it. But the fact that now they don't really need to do it, and they're saying it was never for that in the first place, like, I know that we have characters separated, and they do that in all the shows, and we always complain, but there's one thing when they have, like, two groups. This is like every character is a separate group, a separate episode, and it's just too much. Not, or not too much. I mean, not yeah. enough, of, enough of the people at once. But, yeah, I think what you said is, is completely right, though. Like, the parts that I liked about this episode were sort of the character moments and the good acting. The writing, on the other hand... Yeah. Leaves a lot to be desired. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we were long overdue probably to learn more about Sarah. Um, yeah. I yeah, am. Nice. And Wendell, but here's the thing. Is Wendell, like, off the show? Because Wendell hasn't been in it for, we never even saw Wendell all of, like, did we even see him once last season when they were all living in Jenny's, Jenny's ranches and whatever? Like, we never mm-hmm. saw him last year. Like yeah, maybe like I don't know. Like it, I mean, I, I assume he's Wendell, not off the show, but you're right. I hadn't really thought about it until now. Um, well, we don't yeah, really I don't know, know if we don't really know. If Strand is lying. If Wendell's really inside there or not, right? Cause right, no I asked for that too. Because like, are we supposed to assume he's telling the truth? I mean, I think that you're supposed to assume it. I feel like just because of the way this show is, but. Also, yeah, because I mean, of the way it is, they can turn around and change it at the same time. Um, I mean, I don't know if that actor got yeah. a better job and he can't be on the show anymore, or, like, what is going on? <laughs> or they just don't want to pay um, him? We're not sure. Right? But it was nice yeah. to get more of her because we've had, like, nothing. And and I feel like they've yeah. kind of done that to a lot of the characters, though. Like, we get Morgan and Grace, and and not that they're not, you know, good actors, good characters, but, like, they're... It's at the expense of everybody else. Like, we have not seen, although not that she's necessarily my favorite character, but we haven't seen anything with Luciana in forever. We know nothing about Charlie, pretty much. Um, yeah. Like, I forget how these people are even there because they don't show them for so long. And like you said, the, the best character of all, Alicia, hasn't been in for ever either, and that's a problem. Um, yeah. Yeah, that we're looking at, that we're thinking, I mean... Yeah, it, 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 the whole, and let's not even, like, get into the idea of, like, okay, so the nuclear bomb fell maybe three months ago, and Strand already built a community that even has yoga and, and painting, right? Alicia built a community. She already got out of her cell, built a community, and left to go form a different community someplace else, which we never know where she is, right? And no, all wait, the stuff. That again? Oh, Alicia. Well, Alicia, yeah, we Alicia, like, got out of her trap. She was locked in a cell. She becomes the leader of this community and leads them out of the bunker someplace else, and we don't even know where she is right now, right? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, so we've seen at least, plus we've seen, like, some other loosely organized, there's another group out there who, this guy who was, like, keeping 
taking zombies' clothes off and putting them in a truck and delivering them somewhere. And he, like, picks up the warhead. Who picks up a leaking? Like, that whole bit with the leaking warhead is ridiculous also. Because there's an element here where this is not a a really long time. (laughs) I mean, the zombies really aren't even part of the show anymore. It's a post-nuclear show now, right? And the zombies aren't even, like, even really part of it in any meaningful way. Um, yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, you know, I was reading someone today, maybe it was Eric Kane and Forbes, or maybe it was on Den of Geek, was saying, okay, so all these people have formed communities in like five minutes. Meanwhile, like on Walking Dead, the flagship show, they struggle and struggle and struggle to form any kind of community that isn't almost immediately torn apart by infighting or enemies or something else, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, no, you're there are, right. there are frustrating things. I mean, but, but again, yeah, I, like I totally agree with you that the things that I liked about it were like the good acting, the character moments. I, mm-hmm. I did enjoy learning a little bit more about how Sarah and Wendell became so closely bonded in the way that they, yeah. know, they call themselves brother and sister. We learned what that's really about. Um, you know, we just learned like a lot more about them. Um, yeah, and I think Wendell. that um, I, I I was glad they didn't kill him. I kind of didn't think they would. I'll be honest, but I I gotta say that um, the the scenes with him and like finding that wheelchair, like though that was like really shocking and emotional and yes, sad. And I mean, obviously it wasn't him, but um, I think that was done really was was done well again the acting not necessarily the writing but Mo um, Collins was great but, yeah. I mean Mo yeah, Collins who's yeah. really before this was known as a comedian I think um uh-huh. has been w- was fantastic in this episode yeah you know what's so funny though that you say that because I asked her about that but this is the one thing I didn't know I never would have known but she said that when they um when she did the audition that they basically told her to play and I haven't I don't know if I've ever seen the whole movie, but uh, her character, Gina, from uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. That's what, what I've, they wanted I've never this seen character it. to be based on. Yeah, so as much as, like, she's kind of this serious person, or it's a serious role at the same time, it's kind of got this, um, it's based on, like, a, a comedic character. She, but she does have but a yeah, she is known for comedy. I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. I mean, her character has some, you know, she has some comedic one-liners sometimes on the show. Her character right. has not always been a holy serious character, but I mean, no, I, right, thought, I right. thought she was great. Um, yeah, no, I do. And we are kind of overdue for an episode to see her in action and see what she can do. That was great. But yeah. overall, yeah, what, I agree. what are you doing, people who write this show? Like, when are they going to get fired? They're so. making a lot of money. That's what matters. Ah, they're making less money all the time, but um, yeah, but they're still making a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel, though, like, which which is not a good thing that I'm thinking this, but sometimes I feel like as much as, I feel like sometimes the world beyond, the, the story is a little more cohesive. The acting on fear yes. is better. Yeah. But the story on world beyond is better a lot. The writing has been somewhat better. I'm not saying it's a perfectly written show. I mean, it's still walking dead, but um, yeah, I think out of the two, 
it's more well, cohesive. And so, <laughs> and so maybe let's better. talk about that show. Yeah, yeah. Which is um, our next show that's up. Yeah, now this is the one where they, they steal the vial, right? I want to make sure I have the right episode before yes. I start. Yes. The talk, this yeah. is the episode where right. where um, Hook and and what's his name? Not Will. Uh, uh, the other guy. Huck and... Leo Percy. I'm not sure which one he's... Nico Tor... Uh, the guy who... Yeah, Nico. Was... Oh, Nico. Wow. Um, Nico Tortorella. Is that... Felix. Nico. Felix. Uh, Felix. Felix. Yeah. yeah, where he and Huck... Yeah, there were some good things in this episode. I, I liked and um, Huck working together and him having to trust her. I like that storyline. I don't know that I buy that they could have gotten away with what they did. There's kind of like no way that any of that would have worked. But I liked yeah. like their, them having to trust each other again. I liked um, the fact that that Percy kind of – oh, wait, that's – I don't want to – I'm trying to think. Is that in this episode? Sometimes it gets episodes mixed no, up. No, there was little um, that might, Percy, I think that might I not think. be this one. Um, yeah, that might yeah. be. I watched one on AMC Plus. We won't get in that. Um, so yeah, I like the part w- with Huck and Felix. Um, I, I liked some of some of the conversations with. Um, oh, I don't, her name's not Lila. I want to call her. Is her name Lila? Yeah, Lila. That is the her girlfriend. Name. The um, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked some of the conversations at dinner and kind of like. That Iris, I mean, Iris kind of would have maybe not said some of the things she said, but that she isn't ex- as accepting. I kind of like some of the, the sisters kind of with the opposite viewpoint of that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's some there's some good things with it. I like that we got to see more of Jaden because I've been wanting the crossover element. So I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, I guess I shouldn't have been shocked by the ending. When uh, Indira's uh, son gets killed at the very, very end, oh, I yeah. thought he was going to kill. I thought he was going to kill Will. I don't know. I felt like he was going to like betray him or something at the last second. And then he got shot. And I guess I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. Um, obviously, that's going to probably once she finds out start more of a war. Um, I think the other thing is is that right now Iris is maybe going to start a war just because of her telling the other group not not being on the same page as everybody, you know, and being like, we're going to burn this place down, and everybody doesn't necessarily didn't necessarily know that she was doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I also like that we got some – it's just the answer what we saw – you know, last week we thought the father was going to go to Lila and tell her and blow it for them. And in, in this episode, we got some backstory on her um, and how, is this where she, where she takes him to the bench and she says, listen, my husband got bit, my daughter got bit, I experimented on them, blah, week. all that. Oh, no, sorry. I think that's my... the next week. No, it's okay. We no, I haven't, it's on I haven't seen the next week, have but, I? I don't know. I thought you watched it today, so I don't know. Like you know if you no, I did characters. not. I I did not want. Is this the episode where the father says I have to talk? To I I think that I don't know. I think that's the the next episode. I think this one's just them at dinner, and uh, them stealing the vial while they're at dinner. I think. Well, I mean, 
uh, way, while they're at dinner people, you know, and Huck and, Huck and them, uh, yeah, and they go into the, I think the father says I have to go talk to her. So you think in the next week's episode we see that talk. So I don't want to, yeah, then I shouldn't talk about what they yeah, talk about. Okay, well, sorry. The, I won't talk about what they, they talk, talk about. talk is not really a spoiler. They have a conversation. That's not really. But, um, but yeah, this is the one where they're actually stealing the bio and where she's at dinner and doesn't know what's going on. And, you know, something's going to go wrong and that shit's going to hit the fan. I mean, by the end of the episode, you know that. Um, and then, on the other hand, this happens with, with um, Indira's uh, son, I forget his name, being killed. Um, he's, he's shot at the end, I yeah. think, and, and I also, by the way, talked to the actors uh, who plays Indira, but that won't go up for a while. But um, I think, it's my opinion, that probably that guy um, that didn't agree with her, that she, he probably told CRM, and that's why they came in uh, oh, with guns, yeah. because they had yep, no reason yep. to... To shoot him. That, that's my guess. He was I like, honestly he was don't like know, the but... deputy, and he opposed Indira and was like, I don't think that we should let Yeah, he's like, we're going to have to have a vote in trouble. their confidence. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm guessing that's why. Because I, that's why I was surprised, because I'm like, why did they come in? They weren't fighting. But if he went and told them, because he wanted to say, hey, we, these people are here. You need, we, we're, we need to turn them in or whatever. So he's trying to make himself look good, I'm guessing. Um, yeah, so... Either way, if what Iris has not done already does not spark something, I think that that's definitely going to once she finds out. If she wasn't already yeah. like, let's fight with them. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I so I think so. You know, I, particularly last year, I thought this show was terrible. I like it a lot better now. I think what I think. The pacing is much better on this show because it's a two-season show. And it, it's, like, it's really – I said this last week, I'm going to say it again. This feels like a show that's moving towards the climax finally, right? Um, yeah, which it is. And yeah. – which it is because it only has, I think, four more episodes. I don't know how many episodes are left. Six more episodes? I'm not really sure. Um, this was um, episode six. I want to say there's ten, I think. So there's four left, yeah. Um but I think the pacing is greatly improved on the show over the other two because because mm-hmm. there's an end date, right? And and they're, mm-hmm. they're moving in in towards something. And I just I'm really like I think that's part of what's making the story just feel I don't know story moves better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, I agree. And um, we're getting somewhere I think with that's it. That's part of the problem with the other shows is that they're going on forever and they don't have an end. And, and, and I mean, you know, he never really per se wrote, I mean, there's an ending to the comic book, but like, it's not per se resolve like the zombie apocalypse. He never wrote like an ending to, so it can just kind of right. go on forever. And I, I think that, that they're working towards something I definitely think helps script wise. Um, yeah. And, and like I said, I like that it ties into, I like how the stories are tying together with the CRM and everything. And I mean, we have some of it in fear as well, not a whole lot. We have a little bit of it. Um, so yeah, maybe if they decided on a, on a wrap for the shows, they would do better. I don't know. I mean, the episodes we have coming up for the regular show are like the end. So maybe they'll be more the same of that because they'll be going towards an end, too. I don't know. And I have no idea what they're doing with fear. All I know is there's another series coming. <laughs> That's all I know. I know. The I know. Like, 
all separate things. Although, to be fair, if if that show is like completely anthology episodes of like different characters, pieces, future, past, whatever, I think that that show could potentially be good if they get good writers because of the fact it's not it's like bits and won't be drawn out like these like the other shows have been. So yeah. it might even be a better show. I don't know. Um, it really depends. But um, then again, we also have uh, Daryl and Carol's show. And, and I still, as much as Daryl and Carol are my, are my favorites, I, I still don't really see why they're like, we're ending The Walking Dead. Oh, but we're starting another show with the same characters. Like, it's not really a spinoff. It's the same show. Just kill the rest of them. Yeah, I, I, the I mean, only if you really OGs. want to do that, why not just have them go off on their own and continue it as The Walking Dead? It doesn't have to be a spinoff. Uh, unless they're they're afraid people will be mad because they're, they cut out too many people. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, quickly, before we wrap this up, and we, and we should, um, Jadis. So Jadis is in this episode, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but we should mm-hmm. talk a little bit about Jadis because she um, – Jadis drops – Jadis actually says something like six years ago when I joined. Like she sets the timeline, which we've talked yeah, a lot that about. Was what like, I was, yeah, that right? was what you we, were, we were talking about that. I'm like, you might know more about that after you watch it. Yes. She says, yeah. you know, I came then, I gave them something that was valuable, which we're to assume. I, granted, this could all be not true, but we're to assume is Rick. Um, right. So she left then, and she – Although I, I question that she went from somebody that they found there to so high in the military, if she wasn't already part of the military, but I guess they're low on people, so I don't know. But, um, but well, but yeah, I mean, she worked her way up. She seems to be, to outrank Huck, she seems to be above Huck. Granted, Huck got busted for, you know, I mean, yeah, Huck military. also... I mean, their conversation was so illuminating because she talks about, as you said, I gave them something they wanted, which we assume is Rick, and I got in. And she talks about how she formed a community and formed the wrong alliances, which we know was with the saviors and whatever. I mean, that was all kind of interesting. Um, yeah, and how she got And the, then they got killed. Huck, she formed the wrong alliance. Huck, is this one Huck talks about why she and Dennis were demoted? Mm, no. Right? That's no, I don't episode. think so. I think that's in the next that's one, yeah. Well, some of that I've might seen. have been she talked to Felix, might have been. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but um, because the part with, with her say, him finding out she was married, that's in this one, I think. Um, but but well, yeah, some she, of that. Well, she talks about, I think what like, you're talking about, something. I think, is in this one, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I'm not even really but, sure what he did, and she covered up for him, which we already knew but that caused her to yeah. be disciplined. Um, I mean, we uh, d- definitely well, Jadis was Jadis a... Jadis looked up to her because she's like, you were my, oh, I forget the wording she uses, but um, she had looked up to Huck because Huck at least at one point was above her, even if maybe, and, and I don't know it's necessarily, I feel like they're sort of on a different track though too because she's pure on the soldier side, you know, so there's a little bit of a, not, not that Huck isn't a soldier, but... Um, She's a soldier. She's absolutely a soldier. Yeah, but, she's a soldier. But so, yeah, so, quickly, so quickly, Jadis mentions, I mean, I don't know if she said it this week or, the, or last week, that she was brought in by General Beale 
to do investigation into incompetence and other kinds of yeah, insubordination or whatever, I'm, right? I'm all these things on Reddit that people think that's Rick. That doesn't even make sense. I, I don't sense. understand these theories that people have that Rick somehow, she brought him in and he like became this high ranking official. It just doesn't make any sense to me, but you know, people can have their no theories, sense. whatever. It makes no sense. But, um, but, yeah, but they what keep it, mentioning what it, Beal, who's obviously going to be important. But it, it, it is someone who's higher than Kublik. It's someone who's higher than Elizabeth. Yes. Who Jadis yes. reports to, right? And they only have four episodes yes. left. So how this is all going to play out is beyond me. Um, yeah. Or, but it might not because this General Beal could just be the big bad for the Rick movies if they ever get filmed. That's also possible. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's this the could other be. Thing too. There, there, this is, has only two seasons, but we don't know for sure if it's going to have an actual end or it's going to continue. No, in this, I don't think it will. It's a, this is supposed to be a prequel to the movies, I think. Yeah, I think like the storyline with the kids in that will probably be wrapped up, but I think yes. that there's going to yes. be like more, which I guess yes. we'll, we'll find out. But, um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, I think the stuff with her was interesting and her being like, oh, it was all theatrics and all this and kind of a, just like a little bit of a peek into, into what she did I thought was interesting. And I, I liked it because it did give us a timeline definite, which I'm always so confused with that. So yeah. that was yeah. Yep. But anyway, but uh, anyway. the interview with Paul Dan is up too if people want to read more about okay. Jadis. And I did ask her about how uh, how the CRM found her and everything, and people can Good. can read that. Can read not that, not right, that she cool. gave any outright spoilers or anything. I mean, she did not. She would not tell not. me what A and B meant, even though I had to ask her. I'm like, I know you're not going to tell me, <laughs> but I have to ask you anyway because <laughs> you have to try, right? <laughs> Um, you, yep. But uh, gotta ask. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. Anyway, that's up. And then um, we should probably mention that for fear you're going to be talking to uh, Christine Evangelista, who, uh, who plays, plays Sherry. Sherry. Yep. Yeah. And um, tomorrow I'm also talking to to Joe Holt, who plays Leo, and Natalie Gold, who plays uh, Lila on World Beyond. And those will be up cool. after episodes air so people can send questions and look forward to that all right well Great. i think that that's about it for those episodes unless you have more to add yep. i i just think it's very obvious that the shit's going to hit the fan in the next episode whether you've seen it or not yep. you know that something bad is coming um well there's only four episodes left it's gotta getting it's caught gotta happen yeah, yeah. that's it yeah and they're going to try to try to uh Set the place on fire, as Ira says. That's coming, too. I yep. mean, that may not be literal, idea, but, um, you know, that's going to come. All right. Well, I think that's it for that. Um, is there any All other right, cool. shows? What else do we have? Lock and Key? key. Next thing? We... Sure. We'll bring AJ in to talk about Lock and Key with us. That sounds good. If he's listening. I'm sure he's listening. He's always listening. Um, yeah, he might have fallen asleep. Who knows now? Okay. <laughs> that can be that. That should be the next thing. Maybe that we talk about. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about. We've all watched the entire season, so we're just going to review the whole. It's yeah. been out for a couple weeks now. We'll just review the whole season of Lock. Yeah. Key. So if you don't want to hear it all, maybe excuse me. Maybe uh, disconnect for a little bit. And I, I put up. I just put up tonight. I wish these things would have gone sooner. Everything's kind of behind because of my head. But um, I just put up uh, Griffin Gluck and Halea Jones, who play the the two demons, uh, Gabe and. Uh, Oh, help me out with the name. Eden. 
Eden. Yeah, Eden. 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 Yes. Uh, so I just put that up tonight. So that's there too. If people want to read and watch that. Great. All right. I'm walking while I'm talking. <laughs> All right. So AJ, are you there? All right. He muted himself for a minute. So while we wait for AJ to come back, um, here I is. I was trying to think of. Oh, there he is. Good. Okay. After I always like after AJ's quiet for so long to give him first shot to talk. You know. No. Yeah. Definitely. What are we talking so, about? Yep, AJ. So why don't you lock tell us what you think about lock and, lock and key? key. How how much of it are we talking about? Because I've seen the whole thing. Well. We think we should. Yeah, we've we'll, all seen the whole season, and it's been out a couple weeks, so we think it's okay to talk about the whole thing. Yep. So, so why don't you tell us overall what you think? Idea. And I got to get something, so I'm going to mute myself for a minute while you got while he talks. <laughs> I got to find the mute button. So, I liked it, and one of the great, one of the true staples of a good show is when you're annoyed the whole time. But it was a good annoyed. <laughs> All right. It's, it's a good. It was. A, it was a good annoyed though. You know, um, like you know, to have a good story, you know that your heroes have to go through some shit before they can overtake the evil, and it was just really frustrating how they kept losing every. Ep- you know, like they like they would take one step forward and two steps back, like every episode, and it was driving me crazy. But yeah. I knew by the tenth episode I'd be happy, except for one thing. I was really uh, uh, until the credits rolled. Even actually, no, it's not true. Even after the credits rolled, I kept hoping for Jackie to pop up somewhere. I was very upset about Jackie. Oh, I did not see that coming. Yeah. I was very yeah, pissed off about that key. And you know, a lot I was, of people I was, had problems. You, you talk about things going wrong. A lot of people had, and, and, and I don't know, I mean, he's still a teenager, and, and teens do reckless, stupid things. It was kind of dumb that he automatically used it on her without testing it on anything else. I agree with that, but I kind of get it. I mean, you loved her, and he's a teenager. He does stupid things that can buy it, I guess. But, yes, I agree. I was a little upset with that, too. I mean, I was a little annoyed with that, but... But Duncan did say you should be very careful about your intention and think about what you want. And so they never really delved into it that much, but I could see how, you know, he, how um, Tyler wanted to make a key that would remove the demon. And, and maybe, I, I mean, this is a trick we see in a lot of things about magic, a lot of shows about magic, that if you're not really, really careful about your intention, that that yep. you know, like a be careful what you wish for kind of thing. Like he made a key that would remove yeah. the demon, but maybe wasn't careful to be intentional that it would not harm the right. I mean, it kind of yeah. wasn't yeah. surprising. Um, yeah, it was, it was funny sad. though because like I kept yeah I kept saying the whole time I'm like she's gonna I was like it takes time you know for her to wake back up. She's going to be sitting in the morgue, and she's going to, like, pop up, and everybody's going to be like, holy shit. But it never <laughs> happened. Even, I, 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 even at the end of the episode, I said to Artie, I was like, is there a post credit scene? Because we need Jackie to come back. You're funny. Yeah, yeah no. Um, and that's the other yeah. thing, too. You have to assume that probably um, 
I mean, I'm assuming that Tyler is going to end up finding out again. I know he's like, I don't want to know about magic, but I can't see that because I just don't see that sticking. Well, there's a season well, three, so he kind of has to. Well, I mean, he could leave the show, but I'll tell you that I saw an interview with Connor Jessup where he, where he said, always said about next season. They've already filmed that, you know, last, the third season is already done. They started filming it immediately yeah. after yeah. season two. Yeah, and they're, they're done, done filming. And in an interview, Connor Jessup said. he said he's definitely in it. <laughs> in an interview, definitely. Connor Jessup said, he said, Tyler might find out that leaving and forgetting is not as easy as you might think. Um, because... Like we've seen, we've seen that people forget magic, but these guys are locks. Like everybody we've seen forget magic is not a lock. Tyler Jessup. That's not true. Tyler, Connor Jessup didn't say that. Oh, Rendell, Rendell forgot magic, right? No, uh, Duncan. Duncan's lock. Duncan, Duncan forgot magic because they they made a key to extract his memories. Duncan forgot magic. Yeah, they took his friends. Took his memories. Yeah, but even when they gave him his memories. When they gave his memories back, he was still having issues until they used the memory key on him. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I, I wanted to ask you guys about. Sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I, I, I just, there's, there's one thing I'm not, and maybe it's because I haven't read the comics. I don't know. Maybe you guys are, are a little more clear. But, no, I haven't read okay, the comics. Okay. So they made the memory key or, or whatever it's called. The, the memory key. It's my understanding that, and, and maybe that's where I'm getting confused, is they made the key that enabled them to know as adults. That was the point yes, yes. of the memory key. So yes, yes. why did they, did they only it. remove his memory? Like, what was the reason to remove his memories? Was it so they wouldn't know how to make a key again? That part was a little confusing no. to me is why they took out his memory. How that was, they removed his, like, if they needed okay. to. They removed his memories because he saw Rendell kill Lucas. So they didn't want okay, him to remember that. Why couldn't Because he didn't realize, uh, because the whole thing, like, Lucas becoming Dodge, becoming an Echo, wasn't known to Duncan. And it, to Duncan, it looked like Rendell just murdered his friend. Like, Duncan didn't, or, uh, yeah, Duncan didn't understand the whole um, evil part of it. I guess my question is, why didn't they just explain it to him? Like, why did they have to take his memory? That's a That's good point, I Jamie. Thought, I thought... That they, and that's why I guess I misunderstood it. I thought that since he was the one that took that made the key, they took his memory so nobody else could create a key. That was what I thought it now, was supposed to be, but I wasn't sure. That was why I was. Now they explained all. It. it was in. They explained it all in season one. He was even still. Um, Lucas was still very distraught. Lucas Duncan was still very distraught over it, and they decided to take his memories to help him deal with it because he just couldn't get over it. Because he, you know, he kept making the argument. Yeah, it's still Lucas, you know, even though you know a demon enters Lucas and everything. It was still like, yeah. All right. So um, that was what they decided. Uh, all right. Crap! I plugged in my phone cord and I plugged the wrong phone cord in. I am so overall feelings about this season. I felt like the first half was a little bit. Well, clear to me, the second half of the season for me worked better when when the story started to really roll. I felt like yeah. the historical flashbacks really did not work for me at all. Um, they were 
they felt really unnecessary and not part of anything. And it's only in the last five minutes of the whole season where any of that, where they, and I knew, okay, they're setting it up, but it really felt like something that took up too much time and dragged the story down and maybe could have been consolidated into one 10, like one better flashback in one episode. I really, I really, I also felt like, I also, well, let me finish. I also felt like Josh, the descendant, who's the teacher at the school who hooks up with the mother. I felt like that story, that he was a complete waste of time that didn't have to happen at all. I didn't need him as an entry to the flashbacks. True. Um, Yeah, I I was expecting more from Josh. That's why a lot of that is in there. I mean, not not, not that character. I mean, the part about like the colonial, the back story of the keys and everything and, and key house, that is my understanding is from the comics. But that's why that whole storyline is going to be a big part of it in season three. But yeah, I mean, well, we only needed to know about the whispering iron. I don't know that we needed quite as much as we thought. I would agree with you. Well, I guess, you know, they want to set up Gideon as the bad guy for the next season, but I felt like it really would be labored too much and distracted too much from what was really going on. Um, to me. Um, See, I actually, I actually liked the way they did it because it, it, it just, it was snippets here and there. Cause I feel if they had spent like an entire episode on the backstory, that would have, I think would have taken away. Cause then, you know, yeah. Cause I mean, we've had a lot of shows yeah, that have done that where like you have, you know, you, you have an entire episode that has nothing to do with what's currently going on. Then you go to the next episode, which goes back to the story, and it's like, oh, wait, what happened in the other episode, you know? So I, no, I kind of like the way they did that. I think it wouldn't have needed an entire episode. I think they spent way too much time on it, period, and it could have been done in, in seven minutes probably, um, that it was just, to me, there there was too much of it. And, I, I mean, they definitely didn't save any of it to set up season one. For some reason, they, they put all of the season three exposition into season two, right? Um, some of that, could well, have, for whatever reason, they decided not to start season two with it. Um, well, of course, I, me, they, um, was, got to finish your thought. Well, to me, it was just too much, and it was it was like time away from – the main storyline without any real payoff within this season until the very end, um, which, and it also bothered me because the more I watched the season, the more I thought that Eden is my favorite character. Me too. I love Eden. I love Eden. Yeah, Eden. Yeah. Uh, who really, you know, she was an antagonist last season, but not really, I mean, nowhere near the role she had. That I loved her. She was she was a far more compelling demon than than Gabe. Gabe was such a. I, I never could really understand why Kinsey was dating him in the first place. Like, yeah, he's me too. such a he's such yeah. a dud and not that interesting a guy and manipulative and abusive. So obviously manipulative and abusive that she didn't like somebody like Kinsey should really catch on to. I just Gabe is just not a. And I also didn't really, this bit where Gabe is falling in love with Kinsey and is, wants her to be by your side and choose me, which is yeah, kind I of like, a little bit with that. that was not the best narrative choice, maybe. I don't know if that's from the comic book. I feel like that's something I've seen before. But 
remembering that Gabe is really Dodge, it's really hard for me to believe it coming from Dodge. (laughs) Yeah. I could maybe believe it from Lucas, but it's really hard for me to believe that Dodge has these feelings for Kinsey. Yeah. Um, Maybe if they had even used a different demon, but I have no idea if that's from the comic or not. I want to ask you guys something, though, because I did see something on Reddit. I'm like, nobody even – you didn't even notice that. How does – talk about Eden – Eden, you know, uh, that one kid, I don't know the kid's name, but she throws the kid in the desert. How does she throw him in the desert without there being a door Hobby. there? She had a key, and she opened a door. We saw her take the key out of the I door. I know, but they're supposed to be – they're supposed to only be able to find places that are connected by a door. And I know it was just, like, for cinematic oh. effect and everything, but there wouldn't have been a well, door in the middle of the desert. I was reading people were about the door. Like, hey, you're right. Well, we don't know there that it was – Yes, there could have been, but – we don't know that it was the middle of the desert. I mean, that could have been Arizona. That could have been somebody, you know, somebody's backyard in Arizona for all we know. True, true. It has to be, I don't know. I just it has to be a door that It didn't really seen. bother me. I just was reading it, and I'm like, hey, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, of, one of those um, um, pick moments. So what I was it was funny. When the, when the season first started and I saw Kevin, I recognized Kevin Durant immediately. immediately I was oh, like, uh-huh. you know. I was like, I was like, he's going to, I was like, it's like, I was like, you don't just get Kevin Durant for a bit part. <laughs> and then, you know, we find out he's going to be the big bad yeah. in season three. Um, one thing I agree with you, Karen, with the backstory is we, we got the, you know, the first episode, we get the, uh, the flashback. And then later when we get the full, the, the more of it, we get that entire scene again. Like we didn't need the whole scene again. That was yeah. that was a good way for five yeah. minutes. Like we didn't need yeah. the whole scene. They could have done, you know. Like I've seen other shows where, like, you know, they do the whole, you know, they do that a scene, and then they're like three hours earlier, and then when you get to that yeah. point, they jump around. They don't redo the whole scene. So I feel like I agree there. That made it seem longer because we'd already seen that entire thing. We didn't need to see it again. Um, yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I did like, you know, I did like the flashbacks because it was kind of like a quick origin story for everything. Um, so we understand, you know, where everything started and how the door, you know, got there and everything, whatnot. Um, but, yeah, back to Eden. I really hope she's not dead. Like, <laughs> I know he dropped yeah. her down the well, but I'm just really hoping that she's just hurt and not dead because if Eden's not in season three, I'm going to be really pissed off. <laughs> Because Eden was great. Well, like me too. And she was a lot thing. of fun. He didn't, he didn't no, just drop was, her down yeah. the well. Presumably the key is down the well with her, right? Like the echo key. She had the echo key, and presumably he threw yes, her and the key down the well. So how does she get out if no one can find the key to release her, right? Unless she finds a way to use it down there. I did. She was so fantastic. She was such a. Um, as I said, a much more interesting villain than Gabe. And we also yes, got a little bit, we also got a little bit of her like poor little rich girl backstory. Um, yeah. Meeting her mom. Right. And, and kind of explaining why she was such a really a horrible person to begin with, even before she got turned into a demon. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of intrigued by her, her bit about, like, Gabe, you're going to be sorry for always underestimating me. Like, I like the idea that Eden is not, that she is underestimated, that she's not just a dumb little rich girl 
that he's using, right. but that she really like. I I I like her a lot. Um, yeah, I do too. And and she's a good um, a good villain, I think. I also think that young lady who I looked up her name and I forget Halea. Halea Jones Jackson. Um, I think she's a good actress. I think she really is perfectly cast for playing Eden. She's so good as Eden. Like, like Eden's dialogue is so believable to me. It's written like a like a horrible teenage girl, and it's played like a horrible teenage girl. I think she's really, uh, really. I, I really enjoy that actress in that role. Um, yeah, she was uh, definitely the, the highlight, the unexpected highlight of the show. Yeah, um, and, and you know she was good in a season that. So this season was much darker than previous seasons, right? Than well, previous yeah. seasons than the previous season. And I, I did in yeah. the first half. I missed a little bit of that. The first season was a little bit more of this sort of like the wonder of magic. Where remember early on, they like every episode they found a new key and they learned about the new key, and it was sort of like, you know. We didn't really have that. They did find a couple new keys, but in general, like, this took on a darker tone. And we yeah. just kind of moved past, like, the discovering of the keys and, and more like the power of the keys. Hey, I was surprised when, um, uh, who was the, the lady that came out of her catatonic state? Erin. Erin, is that her name? Erin, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of surprised when she died. Um. Partly because yeah, I was, um, yeah, I was too. filling this really interesting role of an adult who had some knowledge of the past. I mean, basically, I guess they didn't need her anymore if Duncan was going to get his memories back. But she was like, had this interesting role of someone who knew what was going on and could kind of help the kids. And I, I liked her and sympathized with her. And it was kind of a shitty ending for someone who'd, who'd you know, been through so much. Um, I was kind of surprised at that. But I guess I just explained it myself, like, like, once you get Duncan's memory back, do you need her anymore? Yeah, and they brought Ellie it's back, not. too. When they brought yeah. Ellie back. Well, I wonder if she'll still be on the show, but I, I guess she's going to be back, right? I, I, could see her, I, could, you know, I could see her and Lucas just staying in Nebraska and being done with the whole, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, that's, too, I thought about. That's probably why she sort of has the same purpose as Aaron, too. This, not the same purpose, but I mean the same, like from a story point yeah. of view, she's the, the adult that knows. Yeah. We don't need all three of them. I got I to gotta say, though, speaking of Erin, I thought that was I, I brilliant. Like, I hadn't really thought about why she was catatonic. Like, I always just assumed it was the horrors of, of, of their youth and everything. But to find out that she got stuck inside her own head for all those years, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be, though, that's, like, really heartbreaking, though. I mean, that, and that happens to people like have been in, in, you know, like a coma for years and years or whatever. I mean, not usually to that extent. I'm thinking of like Dead Zone or something. Well, but I mean, that's like really yeah, heartbreaking that like she was stuck so long that she wakes up and like she's this older woman and like she lost her whole life. Yeah. Well, and that if anybody had found the key, they could have let her out, right? Like it was. Yeah. Really, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, but think about it. They had well, the key the whole time and the only. Memory. Yeah, I mean, the only reason they went in there in the first place was because they were looking for something else, and they just found her, you know what I mean? So it wasn't even like yeah. they were like, hey, mm-hmm. 
maybe the key fell out of her head, and, you know, like nobody even thought of that. And I, I didn't think of it until it happened. Right. So I was like, okay. that's why I thought it was, it was done so well. Nope. Um, yeah. Well, and there was that part where they opened her school locker and Tyler says, wow, she never moved on from dad. And, and can you say, yeah, because she's been trapped in here since she was 15, right? Like he was still her yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I, I liked her. I was sorry to see her go, but I get it story-wise. You don't need her if you have these other people. Yeah. And presumably maybe Lucas could still be around in some way, right? Lucas is now released yeah. Yeah. from, I mean, it's still an echo, but whatever, so... Um, uh, Lucas could still be around, so you don't really need all of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So um, I, I mean, wanted to go ahead. I'm, I'm just gonna say, you know what I thought was really cool the um the whole scene at that that house on the cliff that was like some really great effects. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was yeah. oh make, that was my favorite. That was like that thing had to cost a lot of money. But it was really cool. I thought. I, I loved all that. Like when um, Kinsey when Kinsey jumped off the ledge and then busted out the wings. That whole shit was awesome. Yeah, you, I was loving Kinsey. Yeah, totally loving Kinsey with the wings. Was when you figured it out, but it was. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was, and like, yeah. And I mean, it was, we, it, it was very obvious, too. but it was awesome. Yeah. And and well and good CGI, I thought. Like pretty decently yeah. done. Yeah, it really like was. Wings. Like wings are wings are hard to do, right? Wings look really bad sometimes. Um, hey, you know, it's good. funny. They they never gave a name for the key, so I um for the for the wing key, and I I said to Artie, I was like, it's got to be the Icarus key. I mean, you got the Hercules key. This has got to be the Icarus <laughs> yeah. key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, sticking with the whole group. It might have thing. a name in the comics. I have no clue. I would like to read the comics. Well, I'm but pretty I sure. I'm. I'm pretty sure I read I that there are more, more keys in the TV show than there are in the comics. I think. Oh, yes, yeah. I read well, that too. They, the main storyline, I think, is like the first two seasons. Like this is the you know going into the the stuff that's like the history of Keyhouse. But I think the rest of it's kind of going to be. A, a new story, I think. But there are other, also other Lock and Key comics, too, that they've added on. Like, I'm talking, like, the main storyline, I think. Although it happened very differently in the comics. I think, like, this is probably, I think that part of the story is kind of wrapped up, maybe. So, I don't know. Oh. I know the comics yeah, are a lot I've never read them. this show. I do like that this season was darker. I, I, I like the dark version better than the young adult version. I think it could even go darker. I guess that they're not going darker, but I kind of like at least that they went a little bit. I agree with you on that. Well, I mean, for a show that, you know, stars kids. Um, yeah. I mean, Well, it was originally a pilot. Grow. It was a different show that, like, didn't get picked up. And then Netflix did it years later because there was apparently like a Fox pilot that was like a dark. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. A, yeah, the original pilot, which had a completely different cast. Actually, uh, the uh, the uh, the woman that played. Um, oh crap! Big Dodge, wasn't she? Dodge, Dodge was played. Dodge was played by uh, what's her face from Lost Girl. Kenzie. Oh, the woman. Oh, who, uh, Ken, oh, uh, uh, Kenesia Solo. Yeah, she she was she was yeah. Dodge. 
she was playing Dodge as the original pilot. Yeah, and then it didn't get picked up, and the entire entire cast got recast. Well, um, I, I, you know, speaking speaking of a show of of kids to a wider audience, I think this. Type. Do you think that season three they'll finally stop and listen when Bodie speaks? That poor kid, man. Oh, Bodie has always he's always got it figured out, and nobody wants to listen to him. Even after everything we've been through, they're still like, Bodie, go play in your room. Like, sure. come on, man. <laughs> Poor kid. This is true. I know. I There's an episode where he like, where he he's like found a new key or he figured something out, and and, and Kinsey's like in the bathroom being all depressed, and she's like, I need I need a minute, and he's like, No, but really, and she's like, Come on, I need a minute. No one ever listens to that kid. Uh, Especially kid like, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that Bodie has has Jamie now, though at least. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's such a nice yes. character name too, right? <laughs> you always love a character name. I'm sorry, my name is definitely um, shows. I get happy when they put my name in it. Um, I mean, I think Jamie. I don't know if Jamie's in the comic book, book but I, I kind of understood why they added her when when we saw Rufus. And the character who plays, I mean, the actor who plays Rufus has grown about seven inches yeah. taller since the last time we saw him. <laughs> yeah. And and he and he looks so like he was a grown already adult. Tall. He was already tall. Yeah. He, was like a, he looks like a grown man and is not an appropriate playmate for, like, an eight-year-old child any longer, right? This I mean, I know he's a character really who has – I know he's a character who has a different – he's a character who has a different way of, you know, he's neurodiverse or whatever. But still, he's like a, he's like a huge man now, that actor. And so Jamie – also, he was in Nebraska, which makes Jamie also a more appropriate playmate because she's nearby. Well, um, unless he has the anywhere key, then it doesn't really matter. But yes, <laughs> I know. But yeah, I just right. think like Rufus and his mom maybe. And by the way, anyway, the I idea just, that spider horrified—that's <laughs> all I was thinking. I keep thinking of the that house. Spider that spider was the awesome. The idea of that spider is so freaking horrifying. Like I know it wasn't actually made to be awesome. so scary, but the idea to me is horrifying. Is what I'm saying. Actually, I kept thinking the spider was dumb because the spider was completely out of scale from what he should be. Because even if the spider was inside the dollhouse, it wouldn't be so gigantic that it's bigger than like the kitchen table. I was like, let me see if that spider was inside the dollhouse, it would still be kind of small, right? And I was like having some spider issues there. But it was it was no that well spider was seen. that spider was a decent some that was a spider. It might have been a little too big. But it was definitely larger than the furniture in the dollhouse. It was a pretty big spider to begin with. I guess. I, I mean, I appreciate they spent some money on their CGI spider, at least. Well, if they made it a uh, little spider, though, that was, like, smaller than that, it wouldn't have been scary, though, either. Like, I get it. To, I get it. Know. It was just, like, maybe they no, should have had Jamie had a pet know. tarantula that got loose or something. But I get you it. Have, actually, yeah, that it was, it was, would have better. It was, it was so funny, you know. I loved the whole, you know, the way Jamie could interact, you know, because Jamie had was with the the dollhouse and could interact and everything. And the scene, you know, when the the scene when they were setting up Eden and um, what's his face there? Uh, with the glass, Gabe. you mean? Oh, J- Dodge. Josh. Dodge. No, Dodge. Gabe. Gabe. When they, Gabe, thank you. When they were setting when they were setting them up and everything, and I was like, is somebody gonna call Jamie? I was like, they need to call, and then, and then, like, he's like, and then he just yells, "Now, Jamie!" And I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" They already had it planned. 
Yeah, that's like, the smartest person in the family. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. And speaking of smart Bodie, I was so happy at the end when he uh, he he took Nina into her head, and then uh, yeah, and then he said, and then he tells her we don't actually see it, but he tells her he won't let her forget, which means he's gonna give mom the memory key finally. Because poor Nina, that whole show, <laughs> Nina's always yeah, like, "What is going on here?" Like, <laughs> like she she had to think she was losing her fucking mind. This is true. Yes, and, is true. and it, it makes good sense because it's, narratively it's not sustainable. I mean, maybe in a comic book that's sustainable, no. but in a TV show it's not sustainable for their mother to not know well, what's going on comic, and, and to keep going I, Well, because you know what? I could be wrong, but she's, like, I think still, like, a drunk in the comic book from what I got out of what I was hearing about it because they changed the character in that respect, I think. All right. So she's probably not as well, good I mean, mother, like, so it wouldn't matter as much. Season one, it worked. Season two, it got to be annoying, you know, yeah. to the point where, like, she thought, she, you know, she poor woman thinks she's going crazy. You know, she's sitting uh-huh. in the AA meeting talking about how she feels so distant from her kids, you know, everything. She always feels like she's missing something, and, you know, and she's not a dumb person. She's like, you know, I, you can't tell me that, you know, Ellie's missing, and this is happening, and this is happening, and nobody seems hope, to care but me, be- you know. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, so I was really, I was, you know, trying. If you try and do that again for in a third season, it it just, I think it would have ruined it and it wouldn't have worked. So I'm glad they made the decision to finally yeah. bring yeah. poor Nina right. into the fold. Yeah, it, uh, like what happens in comics doesn't always work on television, and right. they needed to bring her in. Yeah, so that'll be, yeah, that'll work better. That was nice to see. So, and then they won't have to, like, have all these, like, random adults that maybe they trust or don't trust or whatever, and, yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was uh, overall pretty good, huh? Yeah, it yep. was good. So. Yeah. All right. You guys want to move on to the 4,400? Yeah, unless, Jamie, would oh, you want to add? To add? Oh, no, wait. Yeah, I did see it. I watched it. I'm like, I didn't watch it. Wait, I did watch it. I'm just losing my <laughs> did brain. Did you watch That's both all. of them? No, yeah, I watched the new one tonight. That's why I'm like, I did watch it. I'm just all right. So you're all caught up. Brain forgot that I watched it. Um, all right. Yeah, Uh, because this was the one with the um, reality show girl, right? Yes. Yes. Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen it. I'm I'm happy that they're getting out what's happening. I still feel like a lot of it is a little woke culture, I guess, for lack of a better description. But um, No, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, because that's what we were saying before. Like, it feels like they're trying to drive that point a little too much Um, of, you know, not being able to trust the cops and everything else and the government and all that. But, um, but yeah, I I still like it. You definitely can't compare it to the original. I mean, it's nowhere near the original. We said that last time. No. But it's still a good show. Well, I mean, it is clear. So most of the people who were, not clear to me if most people who were taken are people of color or they're just highlighting the people of color among the group as the main characters, right? Um, but they're, they're mostly people of color who have been, who have, I mean, we the only, like, 
main 4400 who is a I could be wrong, but I think the only main 4400 who's a Caucasian person is Millie the hippie chick from the 70s and the transgender. Uh, there's also and the who? The young girl. There's the young girl. And 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 Noah. And Noah. The transgender. The, the singer who just revealed to be transgender. Yeah. Um. And now I want to ask you guys a question real quick. This is just. Woo, what was that? I don't know. So, Sorry, I bumped something on my phone. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I thought maybe they won't. When, I won't bring attention to it. Sorry. <laughs> right, right before the press conference. <laughs> You see them. Yeah. T- you see them manhandling, manhandling Noah. Like they've got three guys on this poor, short, skinny little boy, who can't really isn't going to really put up a fight or anything, right? They're leading him yeah. out of there. I'm like, oh, he needs to go. You know, we need to take him off site for his medication, which we all know is bullshit. But did either of you, before they explained it, did either of you think, holy shit? They're taking him out of there because he's transgender. That was my first thought. And then the one, uh, the one woman, the one that heals herself, is like, um, "Oh, they're, I can't believe they're removing him because they don't want anybody to see his face and see how we're being mistreated." Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I didn't even you. think they about his face. <laughs> they were using the medicine I agree with as you. an excuse, but yeah, I think they didn't want him to tell what had happened more so than him being transgender. But that's oh, what I was saying. Like, my, AJ, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, holy shit, are they doing that because he's transgender? That's a very, like, what? And then it turned out it was yeah. no, because of his face. Yeah. yeah. I, had they not that explained wasn't... that, I totally would have thought that. I would have kept thinking that. And actually, the, do- I, the I doctor, like, what year is the doctor supposed to be from? Doctor. I don't know. But I, I think... appreciate that the doctor, as much as he's, like, not from this time, like, he totally accepted it. He's like, you know, I need to learn these things. So I, I appreciated that he accepted the the, uh, the kid um, and wants to so, learn more. So a couple things here. I think he's from the 19-teens or 20s. I think he might be from World War One or a little bit later. Um, I, I guess maybe he said something that makes me think that, or it could be his hair. Uh, me think that. That's that's I my think... problem. That is my problem. It's his hair. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> his hair might be making me yes. have that idea that he's from the teens or twenties. Um, that's what I'm. Tra- that's why I was trying to figure out what year he's from because I don't know what time period wore their hair like that. That's why I'm like, what? They need to do something with his hair. Yeah. Um. I I think a little bit. I do feel a little bit like everyone's acceptance of all the differences and that he's like, uh-huh. what, gender? Oh, okay. I think it's a little bit too easy. Now, this is a CW show. They're not really trying to delve into these sort of, you know, big cultural changes over decades or whatever. But I feel like everyone who's from these different decades is adjusting pretty easily to too each easy. other and, and think yeah. that in the original – 4400, I remember in particular Mahershala Ali's character, the guy from the Korean War, really had a lot of difficulty adjusting to mm-hmm. um, a supposedly easier racial uh, situation, which we all know is maybe not really yeah. the case, but um, 
you know, one thing this show is doing that's very different from the original is that they continue to keep them in this one location, which I guess is cheaper and easier to show them all in one room together. (laughs) And it does allow the characters to maybe talk to each other more than in, in the, in the original, the 4400, in the, in the pilot episode, they were released back to their families or into the community or whatever. Um, this show is definitely more about the government over, you know, the government, um, the government's pretty shitty in this, right? <laughs> the government is really over yeah. doing it. Um, and the abusive guard, like, that's got to be going somewhere, right? I mean, I really find it kind yeah. of not believable. I mean, do I find it believable that guards in certain detention facilities are abusive to their charges? Yes. Do I find it believable that these guards who are keeping their – these are being kept in a luxury hotel in downtown Detroit. They're not being kept, like, in cages at the border or whatever, right? Um, and that this guy would get away with that. I don't know, particularly when Keisha and Jarrell are, are supposed to be very, I mean, they're, I don't know. I'm very frustrated. Keisha has had a bad couple episodes. Keisha's not a good, maybe my biggest problem is how these two came to be the main investigators. They're they're both totally in it. Yeah. Yeah. And totally. Yeah. Jarrell at least tries though. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's, he said about four or five times in this episode that he's the advocate for the 4400. <laughs> yeah. He let us know that he's yeah. the advocate for them, which, and he does care. And he's, he's, you know, and it's, it's such a double-edged sword when you're trying to do the right thing and you get shit on for doing, you know, the right thing. It's just, yeah. I mean, I got to say, you know, LaDonna in the first episode, I was like, Oh, she's the pretty, you know, rich chick and you know, whatever. And I was like, she's going to be annoying. And then you find out, you know, and then she's a little better in the second episode. But in this episode, you can, you know, we get a little bit of her backstory and you find out she's actually really smart in that scene where her mother's like, don't you, you know, your job is to, you know, do this, this, and this, you know, to hell with your brain, you know. Yeah, she's got this like, stage mother who you know, wants to make so money you find out, yeah, TV. Yeah, you find out, find yeah. out she's really smart. So when she, you know, it turns out that she had a, a plan at the end there. That was, that was pretty awesome. I was, I was kind of happy with that. I definitely liked the third episode better than the second episode. The second episode was kind of like, maybe because the, uh, the Reverend, I don't know what his, I don't remember his character's name, but I'm trying to dis, to distance myself from, from this and the, and the original 4400, you know, for obvious yeah. reasons. But every time I hear this guy speak, all I can see is Billy Campbell. Jordan Collier. Has yep. he just re- Jordan Collier character. Yes. Yep. Yes. He just reminds me so much of Collier. And I think he's even yep. more annoying than Collier was. Well, and Collier was like starting a cult, basically. And there's a yeah. scene, uh, I think this week, where uh, the woman from the 1960s, whose name is, is it Cassandra? It's not Cassandra, but it's something like that, right? Um, You're doing better with names than I am. The woman who was, I can't remember anybody who was an activist in the 60s, I think it's Cassandra, yeah. but I could be wrong. But she yeah. said, no, I don't know talking, her name. she said, yeah, she said oh, sounds like a cult like to me. Looks like the beginning of a cult to me. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, because you saw the first show and you know that it's the beginning <laughs> of a cult. <laughs> 
uh, I like her a lot. Um, yeah. I liked her in this episode when when the Reverend says, "Will you help me for do the birthday party?" You uh, you know you look like you obviously are good at this, and she's like, "Oh, you think because I'm a woman?" And she's like, "Why?" Because I'm uh, a woman. <laughs> of a cert of my age that I'm going to be, you know, she's, I, I like her. I think she, I'd like to see her become a, a main character. I like the, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm a little torn also, between, also, go ahead. I was just going to say when she was speaking to Jarrell, when they were trying to find their spokesperson and uh, she's like, wait a minute. She's like, let me get this straight. <laughs> you want a woman of color. <laughs> And he was like, uh, yep. against her nope. will to be your spokesperson for free. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to pay me? He's like, yeah, right. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I still, my, my biggest problem, like I said, the third episode, I felt a little better. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I still have a big problem with how at ease everybody is over this. Like, nobody's freaking out. Like people from you know since the aughts, yeah, all right, like fine. Fighting it. I can I can buy that. I can even buy people maybe from the eighties and nineties being like, all right, cool, time travel, you know, back to the future, woohoo. Um, anybody prior to the eighties though, they, they should be flipping out. Especially people from the twenties and the thirties, forties, fifties. I mean, it's just, I, I yeah, just, you know, right. how the the doctor's yeah. just taking things in stride. And, you know, it's and funny for a show. Okay with the tech, I mean, not that they're really around technology, but we're not really seeing anything of, like, they're di- like, I'm thinking of, like, Sleepy Hollow and, like, how he was gone for so long. And I mean, granted, he was gone for longer, but, like, discovered things. Right. Like, they, we don't see anything like that. They're just picking it all up really easily. But even still, like, like just their mental state is, is too accepting, you know? Like yeah. I, I honestly, no, right. I think I I think you know I think they they've been the doctor is a you know he, he's a doctor and he yeah. takes his oath very seriously and he's you know a very accepting person to begin with but at the same time I feel like oh so you used to be a girl I I, I feel like he, he should have been a little more freaked out by that given where he came has come from you know what I mean like. I just, I have a hard time believing that you come from another, you know, another century and you're just like, oh, so girls are turning themselves into boys now. Oh, that's okay. You know, it's almost, it's almost like the flip side of, you know, we were complaining that it's a little too woke and like, it feels like they have an agenda to show, you know, that they're pissed off at the way this country is, is treating their people and that's what the show, you know, feel like it's going to be kind of be about and masked in the sci-fi aspect of the story. But at the same time, they were like making the characters you're supposed to be sympathetic for, making them understanding of something they shouldn't be understanding of because of the time they came from. You know, I mean, if they example, had another character be understanding, it would have fit better. Because like it's good that he's understanding, right. but you're right. Like historically, like I, I can he expect- probably would. Yeah, he exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, perfect example, like, Artie and I, prior to the new James Bond movie coming out, we went on a marathon. We watched 
all 24 movies in a month. And rewatching some of the early Sean Connery movies, I'm watching some of these going, oh, those didn't age well. But then I think, you know what? Now uh, I'm looking at them as, you know, in the time I live now going, ooh, that's really not good. Especially, you know, like, like you know, some of the ways he reacted towards women, uh, you know, this day and age. I mean, it was, it was never, it was never good then either, but it was accepted back then. Cause that, you know, the mid, mid sixties, late sixties, you yeah. know, yeah. that was just, uh, all, all those movies are like that, the way they portray and treat women, um, you know, and everything. So it, makes, you know, watching the different bonds through, you know, starting in 62 all the way up to now, you know, you see the different time periods and the way things had changed and the movies were based in the time. So my point is this character from the twenties shouldn't be so accepting that they're now in 2021. I guess the thing oh, is he, he didn't also, have to necessarily not be accepting, but he should have been more surprised, I guess, confused. Yes. Well, he maybe. also and maybe is given perhaps, that scene to a different character that was more He also perhaps is not appropriately blown away by medical advances. Like he does say to little Donna, he's like, you're really smart. Can you help me read these, these books and help me understand um, <laughs> DNA? Yeah. I'm like, DNA? Like, his mind like, should be she knows, blown. She studies computer science, but she knows DNA. I don't know where that came from. No, I mean, look, we all learned about DNA <laughs> in the eighth grade. I get that she could, you know, like, but he can help he's, from, yeah, but... he's from 1920. He should have his mind blown, but, like, mm-hmm. like but yeah. this, that's not what this show is. Yeah, like, I want to read about show. genome. Like, how do we even know what that is? Right, right. I even thought right. about it, but how does he know what that is? Yes, but this is, you know, that's not what the show is interested in. It's a CW show. They're not dwelling on that. I mean, I, they're probably looking at, actually, so on the original um, show, they very quickly started relationships among the characters, which I think are, are a much slower burn on this version. Like, mm-hmm. like, um, I forget the name of Mahershala's character, but he picks up with Lily almost right away. Like, he's a guy from the 50s, and he takes up – you know how Lily turns out to be the granddaughter of the woman he loved in Korea or whatever? Um, yes. And they – right? And they, they pursue that very quickly. Um, also, the characters on the original are more freaked out by their powers. On this show, everyone's like, cool, I got a power. Mm-hmm. But on the original, they yeah. were all like, oh, shit, what's happening to me? Everyone on this show was like, cool, I got a superpower. No one's really, like, um, uh, on this show really that freaked out by anything that's happened to them. Um, Although, I, a question, though. If you could have a superpower, though, would you be more freaked out or more like, wow, that's really cool? I feel like it depends the time I, period you're from. Like, we've seen sci-fi, you know what I mean? Like, we've watched this stuff, and I think I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. But I think, like, maybe somebody from, like, the 1920s or whatever would be more freaked out. Like, I think it that's would depend exact, on when you're That's from. exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying, Jamie. It depends on what – that's why I said, like, mid-80s on, I could get anybody being like, oh, cool. I mean, you think about the movies that we've had since those periods and the, just the way yeah. people think. Yeah. Like, LaDonna shouldn't be freaked out mm-hmm. by anything because she's seen it all, you know. But somebody from the, the 50s, 
I'd be a little more freaked out. <laughs> yeah, what, what time period is LaDonna supposed to be from? She's oh, only been missing for three years. No, no, I'm yeah. making them up. I meant, I was thinking you meant the one that healed herself. I, I got to mix them. I was going to say she's... Like, she's no, she's like from the, 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 the healers from the 50s. 60s yeah. or 50s. 50s or 60s. Yeah, yeah, I got to mix yeah. I mean, I, I tend to disagree with you. I think if you hugged your daughter and had a vision of their memories, or if you got angry and shit flew across the room, you would not immediately be like, wow, that's Well, no. Cool. You would <laughs> no. kind of freaked out. Yeah, no, you'd definitely be freaked out for a moment, <laughs> at least. And, and you know yeah. what? Not for nothing, um, the, the lawyer lady, she was a little freaked out. <laughs> she was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> But at the same yeah. time, she's, you know, meeting her daughter for the first time, so she's kind of, like, doesn't have time to really process anything. Yeah. yeah I, I do think that for right now, at least for this early part of the show, um, the writers are more interested in the issues of confining people and how the government is treating these people, um, you know, confining them where they are, the way they're treating them, allowing the guards to really be abusive, that's what the writers, that's what interests the writers yeah. right now. Um, they need to, they're going to need to move along with it, though. Like, that's not, that's that's all they're interested for a, for a drama that you're, that's a different kind of show, right? And for the show that we're watching, yeah, a, um, yes. I think they have limited patience of the viewers to, to cover that before we have to get into, like, why do they have powers? Where have they been? What ha- like all the sci-fi element is what this show is really about, right? Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's and, what we hope it's they, about. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I think there's limited. I, mean, the I think it's kind of interesting that they're trying to. I mean, the original debuted in 2004. Senior Lost debuted. Yeah. And and. You know the issues that they're exploring were not big in 2004, so you know it's kind of cool, but that's not the show we're watching. They've got to like move that along. We've seen it all before. Yeah, definitely. Right? <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, this is episode three, and I've already I, I lost my patience with it in episode one, <laughs> so <laughs> they definitely have to move it along. And, I, and I think I think now I think now with what with uh with what Ladonna just did. Um, I think they're going to have no choice but to let them out in right. episode four because I don't see yeah, how you can continue to hold all those people. Yeah. yeah, and not for nothing. I, will, I yeah. mean, we've only we we've we're, we're I mean we're focusing on what maybe ten of the forty four hundred right now. Yeah, roughly. Sounds like a good So yeah, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, yeah, they don't there's, show there's, out of forty four. They don't even show big groups. How are they no. getting them in that room? <clears throat> out of, of, of 4,400 people, you're telling me not one person that was taken and came back has some kind of clout <laughs> to get, right. you know? Yeah. Like, like has a you know, like, uh, to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, you know, I mean, there's, there's got to be. Well, like on the original, uh, just, Sean, you know, at least he was the nephew of a Homeland Security guy. And Jordan yes. Collier was a very, very wealthy, like, industrialist, right, and had some clout. Yes. But, yeah, these appear to only be people with no clout. Even, like, even this girl who was a reality star 
has no clout because her mother was a total jerk who just told everyone she was in rehab. Apparently, for first of all, yeah. she's been to rehab for three years or however long she's been gone. Nobody, right? But um, by the way, uh, how funny was that shit yeah. when she tripped and fell over the side of the building? <laughs> Laugh. <laughs> that was kind of funny. It was kind of poorly. You had to be really drunk. But... She tripped over the cable. She had pointed out yeah, earlier I know. those cables she, were a safety hazard, right? But it was kind of funny yeah, the way it was shot and done. The yeah, the way they shot it was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't Talk know. Talk about just, the, right, I mean, right, the right time or maybe the yeah. wrong time. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. But I just, I fear, I, fe- I fear, I really do fear that the, the purpose of the show is not about the sci-fi aspect and, Somebody's just trying to get their message out there about the shitty way that the government treats its people in the world we live in it's, today. Okay, to be That's, fair, it does treat people pretty shitty in a lot of cases. Oh, no, no, I'm um, not disputing yeah. that. I just don't need to watch a TV show about it. <laughs> yeah. Or like you know what I mean? Type of TV show. We're coming to the yeah. TV show to watch a sci-fi show, not to watch that. A sci-fi show, yes. They could have done think, that without the time yeah. travel. Yeah, and without having that shitty okay, that shitty security guard obviously has to probably come to some bad end at yeah, some point and, soon. And you know what else about that guard? You're telling me all the other guards are cool with him. You're telling me not one yeah, other guard. Right. I, like, the, 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 there's the Hispanic guard that we meet in the first episode. You, he doesn't like him, and he don't say shit though. He just lets them keep. You know what I mean? Like right. you're telling me there's nobody's like, dude, no. this is not cool. Like, I don't understand yeah. how this, this, you know, guy is just getting yeah, away right. with all of this. He beat, he beat up, uh, they're not even prisoners, but he, but he hit Noah so hard that he bruised so badly yeah. that he has to be taken away. And not, nobody from the mayor's office or the, from the higher-ups is like, this can't happen. Like, yeah. it, like, never mind from a human rights perspective, which is the right thing to do, but, but from a PR perspective, we can't have our people be bruised. Who have committed no crime yeah, and done they're gonna wrong. Yeah, they're going to talk it out now. Now that she got yeah. that video out, yeah. it's going to become a big thing, at least. Now they're going to get yeah. out. Now they're going to get out because the show needs – we can't stay in this yeah, they have room to for the entire season, right? They no. have to get out of this no. room. Right. Yeah. Right. So. All right. Anything else? Okay. Don't make me want to watch the original. <clears throat> I know there's no ending. The original – you never – makes you want to rewatch the original? Yeah. Yeah, but I said that you I know. You know, it's head. funny. <laughs> no, I tried I to. Uh, I I got already. You know, I've got all these shows I told Artie about, and the forty four hundred is one of the shows that I told him he should watch, and he started watching it uh, a while ago, and he just he couldn't get into it. I think it was just because I mean it was on USA, and I mean it wasn't the greatest quality and everything, so I think that was part of the problem for him. That's a but I said to him, show. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I said to him, watching this, I said, I said, you know, I was like, I was like, you might want to try it again because if you're enjoying, if you do end up enjoying this, you're really going to enjoy the original because it is far superior. And he goes, but you told me it, it got canceled, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, I ain't going through that <laughs> shit again. <laughs> oh, he was, he still, he still, he still brings up dark matter. He was so pissed. Oh, I love Dark Matter. Wait, Dark Matter. Oh, yeah, Dark Matter. I'm mixing it up, but I love that, too. So, Artie won't watch any old shows that got canceled. we got to recommend shows that went to their conclusion. (laughs) 
<laughs> Poor like, Ernie. <laughs> yeah, like the mm. two of us, we watched the nine the nine episodes of um, um, My Own Worst Perfect. Enemy, and he's like, "Why would they cancel this? This was amazing." Oh, that show was so good. You know why? Because Christian Slater it really was. <laughs> yeah, but Christian Slater finally broke the curse with Mr. Robot. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he finally made on a made a show so, made to the conclusion. All right. So, so, so anyhow, so Jamie, right, we should move get, along. We got one more. Yeah. Did, did you uh, finish Midnight Mass, Jamie? No, I did not. I did not. I did not. All right. I so I guess uh, so I guess Jamie's right. Jamie's leaving us. <laughs> yep. You guys can talk about it. That's my fault. I should have watched it, but I didn't realize. We kind of have to. It's been, it was pretty late. I know. I know. It's been done for a while, though. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I know you do. Okay. Well, you guys talk about it. You have fun. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Okay. All right. Good night, Jamie. Have a good week. Good night. You too. Bye. 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 All right. So So let me just start by saying. Yeah. I told you you'd like. I knew you'd like it. <laughs> now go ahead. What were you saying? It took a long time. It took a long time for me to get into it. It did. And the last time we talked about it, I mean, we talked about. I guess last time we talked about it, like, um, so the what was the main guy's name? His name was uh, Riley. Riley. I was gonna say Ryan. Riley. I think last time we talked about it, I talked about how like. When Riley got bitten was when I was like, holy shit, the main character just got bitten. What's going on, right? I I mean, the show really started to – is that what we talked, or have we not talked since then? Um, no, we did. You hadn't gotten to that point yet. You texted it to okay. us after it happened. Um, okay. The last thing when we talked bitten, about – So I'm telling you now. The, yeah, the, let's put this way. The dog, the, 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 the dog hadn't – you hadn't seen the dog die yet when we last talked. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. There was so much ahead of me yet. I probably still hated it last time we talked. Um, So you were right. Like, I complained a lot about how boring it was, and you were like, no, it's a slow burn. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. And I really, I really, I struggled through it for the first few episodes, but it, it takes a turn when, when okay, when the dog dies. Uh, and when things start to come out, like, they, you know, all of it starts to come together, I, I, it becomes more clear who the priest is, which you always knew the priest was shady and in on it. But when, when it comes out that the priest is the Monsignor, who has, who like, reverse aged by being bitten, which is a new thing in, to me, in vampire lore, in vampire shows that we've seen, and and if we agree that it's a vampire, not an angel, which is another thing to talk about. But vampires, when they bite you, you don't return to your to your prime, right? Mm-hmm. As far as I know, so for him to have been like de-aged and to become this younger version of himself was a really interesting like spin on it. Now, I mean, I mean, I, I was always taught in, in school and not just in Catholic school, but in like Sunday school or whatever that like, you know, when you die and you go to heaven, 
you're in sort of a perfect state. So I'm not saying that, I'm not saying like the Monsignor being younger was a perfect state, but it didn't, like you talked, we should talk, and you mentioned when I was telling you how I hated the show, you were like, no, it's really interesting what they do, the intersection of like religion and the vampire legend and how they made it the angel and all, um, which is really I think, AJ, you also said to me, they've finally done something new. Finally, a show that's really got a new idea. I think. I love this. I, I, I love the way, you know, and, and as much as I hated Bev, she was actually the key uh, to the whole thing because yeah. she was the one, like, I hated her. I, I, I wanted to stab her in the face numerous times. But once I realized her purpose on the show, I didn't mind her as much because I thought it was brilliant the way used the, you know, they took Catholicism and explained vamp, you know, the vampire legend through that way. Like, and it made sense to me, like, like her quoting scripture and everything. And, 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 you know, knowing what I know about vampire lore and everything, it actually, it made sense. For, you know, for them to not, you know, and that's why I said the whole thing about it's kind of like the vampire version of The Walking Dead where there's no such things as vampires in this universe. So it makes sense that they would think the way they thought being as devout as this community is. And it made perfect sense. I was like, wow, that's really brilliant. Because when you look at it from that perspective, never hearing of vampires, it really does make perfect sense. When you're considering this creature to be an angel, it... It, it was. I mean, it was done. I mean, the way he wrote it, it was so brilliantly done. I absolutely loved yes. it and everything. You know, I thought it was, I mean, it was I, so much. I, sense. I, I think so too. I, I really agree with you. The way, first of all, what you're saying about how if you've never heard of vampires, <clears throat> then why would you not think this vampire was an? If you ever heard of vampires, then you would think this was an angel because it has wings and whatever. And, and the way they tied in, the way they corrupted Catholicism. So first of all, Bev is a total corruption of Catholicism, right? And, and like, I think, I mean, as a Catholic, and not as a Catholic, but if you're a person of faith or you've ever been involved in any faith community, you've never met anyone like her, but you've totally met someone like her. Like she was, we all know someone like her. They just made Bev to the extreme. This sort of like I'm more right. perfect, I'm more holy, I'm judgmental kind of person, right? Which we've seen before, but they they took her to a whole new level. Um, so Bev is really a um, and of course Bev totally killed that dog. Um, Bev is a real oh, yeah. corruption. Bev's a real corruption of faith. Um, and the way, but you know, I, I thought of that because I'm thinking of the way. The way they they came to worship the Monsignor, worship the angel, the vampire, whatever, is a corruption. And the way they corrupted the scripture, like so much of this show takes place in mass. And it's kind of boring. I mean, I found it boring because how many, maybe because of how many hours in my life I've spent in mass, right? <laughs> maybe if you haven't spent that many hours in mass, you might have found it kind of interesting. Um, but I was like, oh, my God, we're in church again. Um but the corruption of the scripture and the idea of like, you, you know, in in the Bible where Jesus says, "This is my blood, drink my blood," and how they sort of 
like take that, they not sort of, they totally take that literally, corrupt it really, to mean that they should be drinking, like becoming a vampire and drinking blood is actually what God wants, and you, like that makes you a, an angel or whatever, like it's just crazy and, and amazing, and, and yeah, so, so well done. Um, yeah, in a world without also, vampires, it makes perfect sense. It, it, I mean, it's, you know, if I lived in that town, I might, you know, regardless of what I believe in, I might go, huh, you know, it says this in the Bible, and this is what's happening. Maybe there's something to it, you know what I mean? Like, it, it really started to make sense. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, you know, there are these people who, who have sort of fallen, like, Riley is, a, is not a man. He's lost his faith, right? For any number right. of reasons, he's lost his faith. Um, and he's, he, he's going through the motions. And, and then for him to be the person that the Monsignor decides to bite. Um, well, that was an accident. Riley, <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Riley just comes, showed up at the wrong time. The, the angel comes in and bites him. Um, and it is at the wrong time. But Riley rejects it, right? Like, Riley... Um, yeah. So, part, you know... <laughs> Riley has these lengthy conversations with Erin, right? That's her name, Erin? Yeah, Erin. The girl. Yep. Um, they have these lengthy conversations about death and what it means and whatever, and they're sort of long and, and drawn out. Um, but they do, in the end, have a purpose and a meaning. And in the end, so in the end, he, like, he gets bitten and he still doesn't fight, so to speak. He still doesn't fall for it. He chooses to die rather than to be a, he's like really the, almost the only person who chooses to die rather than to, not the only, the sheriff also, but he chooses to die and to warn Aaron. And he, he purposely, you know, they go out in the rowboat because he won't be able to turn back from the sun. And I, I you know, I just that, found that. That scene was so good. It was so, Yeah. It, it was so good because you, you kind of also didn't see it coming. Even if you saw it coming, you didn't really see it coming, right, the way that was going to play out. I wasn't – well, see, um, it's funny. I, I thought they went out there so that, that he could be away from the Monsignor and everything, and he could tell her the whole story. And it wasn't until I realized that the sun was coming up, what he was planning, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. And then I was like – there's still two episodes, and the star just died. <laughs> I was like, yep. wait a minute. Yeah. What's yeah. going on here? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's two episodes ago, and the star died willingly because he, I mean, this is the way that he could, he could not hurt her and also convince her. I mean, it was, it was yeah. amazing. I mean, I, mean, and it, I mean, that's his character's redemption right there. Um, because he's a, he's a person that killed someone in a drunk driving accident. Um, yeah, that, and yeah, that, that blew me away also that there was two episodes to go and he was, and he was dead and what was going to happen next and who was going to, you know, and then the way it shifts to other people, um, how did you feel about the part where the ki- the two kids are there? I mean, I, I liked the, I, I love, I like the sheriff also, you know, the sheriff doesn't, does the sheriff get bit? The sheriff does get bitten, right? The sheriff's son converts 
I liked that also, how the sheriff and his son were, were Muslim, and then the son is curious about Catholicism and all this. He ends up getting bitten in the church. The sheriff does not get bitten until maybe very late, because they both pray. They're both praying on the beach, and the, and the sun comes, right, or the fire comes and gets them. The whole island is set on fire. Yeah. Aaron and company set the whole place on fire. I'm not really sure how they died, but, I, I mean, I thought that was really great. He, he was a great character also. Um, yeah, Raul Cole is there. really good. Um, but, something else. There's end, something else. Go ahead. Right, finish your thought. I was going to say, in the end, they set the whole island on fire, right? So Aaron and the few people who are not um, changed yet go around. They burn all the boats, and they make it so that none of the none of the bitten can get off the island, and they set the whole place on fire. And they're like, we're going to die. We know it. Um, and only these two kids leave. And I was going to ask you how you felt about that. Um, well, I was glad somebody survived. <laughs> Well, yeah. I think I, you know, I liked it because you always need a witness, so they they're kind of like the witnesses. Okay. All right. And, you know, considering we had this whole biblical story, you know, you had the, you know, you have one guy, one girl, and you know they're young, so I kind of saw them as the witnesses. Huh. Um, interesting. I hadn't really thought of it that way, but that's. And 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 speaking of Aaron, I thought that was great when she sacrificed herself to the vampire to, to slice its wings while it was feeding on oh, her yeah. so that the vampire that couldn't, genius. so it couldn't get away. I thought that was, yeah, that was really cool. Um, something and else I, I really appreciated was mm-hmm. when the sheriff, you know, when he was talking to Bev about the religion and everything, cause like, you know, Bev's one of those characters that, you know, you can tell, you know, she's saying all the right things. She's like, you know, no, I have no problem with you being Muslim and everything, but you can totally tell she can because she's like, I'm, I, my faith is the right faith. Yours is wrong type of person, yep. you know, but, mm-hmm. she, but yeah. she tries to, you know, say the right things and everything. But what I really appreciated was because, you know, I, you know, I'm sure you know as well as I do, a lot of people, you know, don't know anything beyond their own faith a lot of times and, look at other faiths as, oh, well, that's wrong and everything. And I really appreciated that they took the time for the sheriff to explain, you know, when he tells him, he's like, he's like, we believe in Jesus. We just believe differently, you know. We believe mm-hmm. this, this, and this. And we don't have a problem with your religion. We actually believe a lot of what you believe, you know. And and you can totally yeah. see Bev's taken back because she, like, was completely clueless. So I thought that I loved that, you know, it wasn't a lot, but it was enough that they put in there to really, you know, anybody that's watched this guy and go, huh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Too, too many times when, you know, TV shows you, you see about the Muslim religion and everything, they're always the bad guys, you know? They never, I don't remember if you watched Homeland or not, but that was another show where they kind of explained, you know, Muslims a little better to, you know, to realize that, you know, just because somebody's Muslim doesn't make them a terrorist. Right. Well, and, you know, you know and, to your point, in the show, the sheriff was the religiously tolerant person. 
Yeah. Right. It was all the all the Catholics who were like um, intolerant. Yeah. Like there's that scene <laughs> early on in like only the second or third episode where all the cats are dead on the beach, and um, someone is talking to the the sheriff and decides to like have a conversation about how he should come to church, right? And, and you should come to church, and like there's this long discussion of trying to convince him to come to church, and they're not tolerant. They're not. Um, yeah. He he's the tolerant person who you know is is open to other people, and he even in the end tolerates his son wanting to like you know um, explore another religion. Yeah. He's a he's a great character who who a small character he didn't have a huge role right, but a very sort of important role. Yeah. In it. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what else I, I, I liked a lot. I liked um, Kristen Lehman uh, in the last couple, in the last two episodes of the um, Riley's mom. She, uh, I thought she was really great, especially after Aaron went to her and tried to tell her what happened with Riley and everything. And you know, she he was another character who, and I liked her turn too because she's you know very devout through the whole thing. And then at the end, she's kind of like, wait a minute, what the hell is going on here? I mean, her initial reaction when she talks to Aaron is, you know, she flips on her and kind of takes, you know, yeah. tries to take her down a little bit, which I get to a point because, you know, she, she's just been told her son is dead. Um, but yeah. once, you know, once the climax happens, she, her and her husband are like, wait, this ain't right. <laughs> this is, <laughs> don't drink yeah. the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, don't it's, let's not do this. It's possible to not do this. Yeah, she's a. I mean, she in the end, she's a. I, I mean, I don't want to say a good person or a bad person, but I mean, it's fine to say somebody like Bev is a bad person for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, Bev is really. Yeah. You know, even though the Monsignor is the one that started this whole mess, Bev is the only really true villain. And this whole thing, actually, even the vampire isn't the villain, you know, like the vampire didn't come to the town looking to turn everybody and everything. You know what I mean? Like he's the vampire is kind of not, I don't want to say controlled by the Monsignor, but you know, it, I didn't see the vampire as being the evil presence. It's, it's Bev. It really is Bev, you know, and she's got some underlings and everything that she's convinced, but she's really the, the one leading the charge. Even at the end, the well, Monsignor's you know, like, you know what? I think we might be wrong. <laughs> he is. Um, I mean, it's never really clear how he got the vampire into the suitcase or if the vampire even really wanted to come there, right? That's a little um, – I mean, I guess we assume it wanted to come, but we don't really know um, who yeah, I'm not really yeah good idea or why it was trapped in the cave like all that is sort of like unclear um and that's yeah, fine and it i kind of doesn't i don't need that answer yeah it doesn't really matter yeah um, um i do thing... i have a quibble go ahead you might have the same quibble i have i might, might be i was going to ask you how do you feel about the 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 last minute storyline that sarah is their daughter like I felt I like that like wasn't it. even needed I felt I like I almost felt like 
Is that was that your quibble? <laughs> yes, that was my quibble. That was my quibble. I thought it was unnecessary. Um, it felt it felt shoehorned in just to give yep. him a reason to change his mind. Like it was after she died that he was really like, oh crap. Like he was kind of eh before that. You know, he was in the church and he was gonna. You know, he was like, you know, go ahead, burn it all down, do what you got to do. I was wrong. I made a mistake, and then she gets shot, and he's like, and then he he was like, what the hell? <laughs> so I thought it was the one part, the one part, one of the few parts of the storyline that was really unoriginal. And I thought, oh, the priest is fallible, it, and he had yeah. sexual It was unnecessary. Like, I thought, it was unnecessary. It, it, it was totally unnecessary. Like, I don't think he needed that motivation to – to change his mind, I think he could look around him and see the death and destruction and say, what Yeah, he was already changing his mind before that. Yeah, he was already changing it before that. Right? And then to have it be that yeah. they were in love and and that, you know, he's fathered this child or whatever, I thought it was unnecessary. I thought it was a little bit, I thought it was a little bit of a, of a cheap Cliche. shot, maybe. Right, kind of a cheap shot at the character. Like you've already taken down religion so hard in a way that is really cool, and to you know, like with so much in the news about abusive priests and whatever. I'm not saying he abused her, but I'm saying there's so much in the news about. Okay, I don't mean to underestimate it, but just for the point of the show about fallible priests, that to make him have this, I don't know. I thought it was like too easy, like a like a narrative shortcut. And and I agree with yeah. you totally on this. No, I agree. Like, there was enough, right? Like it wasn't. Yeah. It was a not a good piece of writing. And as you said, like there was enough reason for him to change his mind without needing that to happen. Yeah. It it actually to me it would have played better for him to just be this really devout priest who had done something wrong and saw it. Like to me, yeah. He didn't need that. Like that cheapens his story a little bit. I don't know. So, yeah, I agree with you. That was yeah, the last just, thing I thought it, that was. Yeah, it just it felt unnecessary. That yeah. was my main thought. Yeah. Unnecessary didn't add anything to the story at all. So, no, but overall, I mean, but overall... Yeah, as much as, much yeah. as I hated it at first, the payoff was amazing. Thank <laughs> you for encouraging me to watch it because it paid off big time. <laughs> It was so good. Yeah, I I, just, I I knew once you got over the hump. I was the same way. I mean, I started the same way. Even even Artie, like we were both kind of like, this is not what I was expecting. And then you know, but then once yeah. you got once once the dog died, I was all in. Oh. <laughs> I was Anytime like, a dog died. <laughs> that was it. That was. It. I didn't yeah. care about the cats. That dog died. I was like, that's the bullshit. <laughs> Poor Joe. He may be the town drunk. But he did not deserve that. <laughs> no, 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 he did not. Um, and, and when you, you you said to me, before I really knew, had been into it that deeply, you said to me, this is something that's totally new about horror, totally new storyline, and that you loved what they had done, like meshing it with religion. Um, yeah. And I didn't really know that until I watched it. But you're totally right. Right. I mean, absolutely. Um, and it's one and done, which is great. Like, there's no more to be had from this. Like, when the kids 
throw away from the island and these two kids get away and I guess they're orphaned and they're alone or whatever and it's terrible and you do see the vampire slash angel trying to fly away it's had its wings slashed by Aaron right and it's flying and it's not to me it wasn't clear to me if it got away or not it's it's, it's intentionally ambiguous but you saw the way it was flying I mean, the kids even yeah. say that. They're like, it's trying, it's flying, you know, they're like, it's flying west. It's trying to beat the sun. But, beat the sun, yeah. You know, they, yeah, they, they both were like, I don't think it's going to make it. Like, I mean, it's, it's intensely yeah. ambiguous. Not because they want to do a part two or anything like, you know, a second season or something. It's just storytelling-wise, you know, how, you know, it's, you know, it's uh, what a lot of great shows do or books or whatever. It's like, you know, it, it gets into the, the viewer's mind saying, what do you think, you know, and let yeah, us, yeah. you know, which is exactly what we're doing now, you know? So, I mean, personally, I, I feel yeah. like the way it was flying, I don't, I don't think it out, outrun the sun at, at the pace it was going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm inclined to agree. I, I, and I, I, I feel like this show was more about it having an ending. Um Yeah. And and the ending of the show wasn't maybe really about that. It was more like, as you said, about somebody like Bev being the main character in the end of the show. Um, yeah. And what happens to her. Um, yeah, it was great. I'm really glad I watched it. And I, I recommend it to a few people, although a couple of friends that are like, I can't, or more, like, think it's too scary, which I didn't think it was that scary. I mean, it had some scary, you know how no, I'm, I'm a wimp. I didn't think it was that scary. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, no, it wasn't. and dramatic. But yeah. not scary. I didn't, yeah, like, I, I didn't can't really think, I mean, vampires. there was, there was maybe one or two scenes that I can think of off the top of my head that were kind of like, you know, like kind of like jump scare type thing. Like when you first mm-hmm. see the vampire, um, when the kids are sitting around drinking and getting high, um, yeah, and he turns the flashlight, and you see the eyes for a second, and and the the window oh, scene yeah. that was oh, I love that I love the window scene because oh, I did not notice scary. it at that first, and all of a sudden, and then all then all of a sudden I was like, holy crap, there's the vampire. <laughs> that was so but other subtle, than that, right? Like they didn't yeah. barely show the vampire going I, around the island. And I tell you, that's that's what I love about Mike Flanagan. You know, I mean, same thing with Haunting of Hill House and. Um, the haunting of Bly Manor, there's never any real serious, scary moments, but there's little nuanced things that if you're paying enough attention, there's creepy, scary things like that subtle scene with the vampire in the window, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mike Flanagan definitely has a knack for, for subtle horror and uh, it's paying off for him. Yeah, this was great. Thank you for recommending it. You're welcome. <laughs> I really so. enjoyed it. All right. Um, well, I think that's it for this week. It's the end of our show so for tonight, next week, I think. Yeah. Yep. Next week we'll have the same shows except for Lock and Key and Midnight Mass. So I only have one show next week. <laughs> Unless, oh, what do you, you have know what, though? Before I forget, the only thing we have, only thing I, only thing left that I watch is the 4400. We just did Lock and Key all the Lock and Key tonight. We did the Midnight Mass finally. So next week we just got your Walking Deads and your your Doctor Who and 4400 next week. That's it, huh? There's nothing new on 
to watch? Are there some no, stuff that we're not? No, I'm aware of. Like we're not watching Could that be. sci-fi zombie um, show but, and some of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, I just read yeah. today, season three of Snowpiercer, January twenty-fourth. Oh, great! Good. So we got that to look forward to. Yes, as we there'll be less stuff as we head into the holidays. Yep. So, all right. Well, out. thank you, everybody, for right, listening. Cool. Thank you. Karen, a pleasure as always. And we'll yes, do it again next week, you. folks. All right. See you next Have week. a good week. Good night. Bye. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.